0: Is that the intro? No, I just I was saw. Say, that's no. not what i expected. I put my beard on and I saw the foam rising a little bit. I want to make sure it didn't spill and it really raised really up like nothing. I took good eyesight.
1: I've got this huge box of um, assorted cookies and wafers that I had bought for my sister for Christmas. But uh, apparently she is allergic to nuts and I did not know that. And this, of course, contains nuts. So now I have a huge box of cookies <laughs> and wafers. And that's what I'm doing right now. Hey, I have a question for you,
0: Eric. Mm-hmm. If you have nut in space, do it push you backwards?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, here we go. For
2: sure.
1: I believe Mr. Tyson, or sorry, yeah, Mr. Tyson uh, proved that.
2: <laughs> Mr. Oh <Degrassi>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Mr. Degrassi Tyson. <laughs> hey,
0: isn't Neil Degrassi Tyson the school where Drake got shot? <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome to another and they, episode. and they also make chicken there too <laughs>
0: welcome to another episode of geekly reveal it's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis that's geeky that's weekly that's geekly as always it's me your host dom mckay brother dom all over the internet and by the time you hear this i will have gotten my superpowers on the 21st the day of reckoning from black people is upon us and once again i am joined by my co-hosts would you like to tell the people who it is that you are
2: Hey, y'all, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph, on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and I will not be getting any superpowers uh, except for the one I already have, which is Loving the Homies. So.
1: <laughs> you drank your Love the Homies juice. Yeah. Fr- uh, it's yeah. fresh. <laughs> uh, I'm still Eric. I'm still Tendy on Twitter, but that's the only place you'll ever find me, and I dare you to try anything else. <laughs> that's. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> I, I also won't have any superpowers my only superpower is being unfindable on the internet <laughs> so I have to That's ask, a
2: decent superpower
1: have you yeah. have you all um I don't know how much it has like permeated
0: from black Twitter but do you all see that stuff about black people getting superpowers on the 21st?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mainly okay. because
0: you keep reposting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I
2: follow pla- a decent number of black
0: people. No, it's good to know. I just don't follow a lot of people at all, no so. That's that, that's not racist. That's just just not following people, which is probably the best way to interact online. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just funny to see the uh there's that old adage, when I say old I mean like a couple years maybe, is that you never want to be the main character on Twitter one day
2: Ooh, real true it's weird mm-hmm. when
0: you almost become the main character on twitter but like the the shit you say just becomes memed and pe- like i <laughs> it's like imagine if you try like you said on fleek you know poor peach monroe kind of got screwed out of all that stuff it, you know a lot of money was made without like her getting any of that This person had the opposite, where they didn't mean to invent something, (laughs) so they never would have (laughs) tried to copyright, saying that black people were going to get powers. (laughs) And I, I, and no, it, it was just a very weird thing that I'm glad that got its own legs and has just sprawled out of control. And, uh, there was a fun take online that was like, yo, if you are using this whole, like, meme of, uh, of black people getting powers to, like, try to check somebody's blackness or say that somebody's not black enough, you're trash, and, like, and, and you won't be getting any. And like, Yeah, that's true, like, if people are black, they're black, you know, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how, like, what the breakup, like the, the breakup is and, like, who they like who they are, what they've done in their life, if you're black, you're black. Except maybe if you try to, like, hurt other black people, you know what I mean? Like, and we won't get into that, because mm. I don't know if that's the discussion that we three should have, that might be weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um... <laughs> Mostly for you all, and I don't need you all to get canceled, because yeah. then i have to get new co-hosts. Uh, yeah, mostly because that would suck if I got you guys kicked out of the paint for some shit that I said.
1: <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. How's your week going, you know? I've talked a lot already. You know, one, qu- one week closer to the end of the year, um, that's about it. <laughs> cool, cool.
2: Yeah, I feel like we're already, like, not to start new shit, but I feel like we're already starting off stronger for... 2020 because there aren't any movies about humanoid cats in theaters right now
0: that's true Um,
2: Mm -hmm. and therefore we're not bringing that exact cursed energy into 2021 that's fair i can't speak for anything else i mean multiple people (laughs) multiple people i know both in my family and friend group have had covid at this point so like that vaccine was a little uh Little too late. A Little too late on some folks, but yeah,
1: and we're not even going to talk about the fact that like the way it's being distributed is absolutely fucking buck wild,
0: yeah, per- stupid. Yeah, P- pretty trash. I mean, I, yeah. I-, I am glad to see uh, a lot of frontline workers are getting it, so that does make me happy that they're. Are... Yeah, but I'm not happy to see people like Marco Rubio getting yeah, it. Fuck that guy. It's 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 so weird that like <laughs> you can get away with saying this shit isn't real, it's not big, deal, it's fake, and then get it, and then like and your constituents are like, well, I mean. If you guys really do think it's real, then our lawmakers should get it. It's like, yo, bro. Like, again, not to, not to not to keep up the norms of toxic masculinity, but like, if you're gonna be about that, man up and not take it. Like, if it's really that much of a joke, like, save it for the people that want it. Like, if you're about it, be about it. You know? Yeah. Be soft ass, punk ass. You know what? Let me not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me not. Anyway, it's uh, it's our end of the year special, y'all. I, yeah.
2: Woohoo. Um, yeah we made it let <laughs> we're Toad still the podcast? Alive.
0: yeah our, our first of two end of the year specials and this is the X of the year uh, like not your X of the year I don't know how many people have multiple X's <laughs> this year um, hopefully if you have multiple X's this year it's just one just two Yeah, and one was like brief cause like we've been in quarantine and we should do that but no when I say X I mean X can mean anything so like game of the year movie of the year, show of the year we're gonna do that, it's gonna be fun we're gonna celebrate, we're gonna argue a little bit but in a fun way that sounds good, right? Y'all, y'all think that's gonna yeah. be a good? Idea? Cool. No, I hate arguing. The, no, I meant Especially the whole,
2: in fun ways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. I'm pretending like we're just making this up now, but of course we've planned it. But before we get into all that, we do have some weekly news because that's how this works. You know, we can't just come in here and not tell you about all the amazing things that happened this week. So we're kind of gonna reverse the flow of the episode a little bit. We're gonna do the rapid fire to start with.
2: I have a quick question. Are any of the things on this list amazing? Un- you used that word as a descriptor for the things that have happened this week, but I don't know that I agree with it.
0: So I'm going to use it in the rawest, most literal sense of mm-hmm. amazing, like, wow, I am amazed that this is- I
2: don't know how that happened.
1: <laughs> I was gonna, there's one thing specifically that I do think is actually amazing on that list. Okay. Okay. Then we have Then we have it. I just meant
0: I th- I think in my brain I meant the list itself was amazing.
2: You did do a good job writing the list. It's,
0: it, it's <laughs> there certainly... are no spelling errors or grammatical errors. So oh that's pretty good. <laughs> it was well, certainly there. So I mean we could just start at the top of the list and just go down. That mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Who doesn't love, love to it? go down? That was you beat me to it. You 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 crafty guy. <laughs> so they're Oof. making a I'm the fast, a fastest bitch. going downer in the west. <laughs> I'm in the east, so that's fine, uh, compared to where you live, <laughs> <am>, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just east of me. Yeah, east of you. you know, it's fine. It's, it's, it's good. It's all relative, you know?
2: Yeah, the world is a circle, contrary to what some people online believe.
0: <laughs> I don't think flat earthers have said that the earth's not round, that the earth's not like a circle. They just said it's flat, you know? It's, it's, it's a disc. That's
2: true. It's a, it's a disc rather than a sphere. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Three-dimensional circle. Let me clarify. What, anyway, what a bunch let's talk of dorks!
1: Yeah, you, you, Yu Yu
2: Hakusho live action.
0: Yeah, I just saw that's a thing. I don't have any strong thoughts about it, but I think it's fun to think about, uh, like live-action anime adaptations.
2: Yeah, is it a Japanese yeah. live action, I, or is it?
0: I think so. The one I saw, I think, was Japanese. Well, and... then maybe it'll actually be good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like not even t- like no, I would say like not even on the whitewashing level, but like just on like a pure, like, shittiness level American adaptations of anime tend to be just bad. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, say, it's it's like that community quote where it's like, you can excuse racism? But, like, (laughs) it's like, I'm not saying that whitewashing in and of itself is not a reason for something to be bad. But, like, man, the Americans cannot adapt anime well.
1: No. No, especially not Netflix.
0: Yeah. You say that, but, like, they've had, what, like, two or three chances versus Hollywood has had airbender dragon ball ghost in the shell.
1: Uh, they, <laughs> lots of stuff. I mean, that, that, I mean, like, that dragon ball movie is good just because it's so bad. Like that's the only reason it's even, it's enjoyable. Worth watching. Yeah.
2: And like airbender, like the voice cast is mostly not POC for like the actual, like for the source material, like the characters are just like based on like, Cultures of colour, I guess, but like
0: What well, yeah. But the movie But though, like still,
2: like the movie was just white people playing <laughs> like Inuit.
0: Yeah, and M. Knight's <laughs> a person of colour, so I don't know how much yeah. he was involved with the casting, but like that thing was flawed from the ground up, like I don't think too many directors could have saved it anyway. And then Yeah, yeah. not
2: to like go down a rabbit hole, but y'all remember when Jesse McCartney was gonna play Prince Zuko? And that's why they cast uh dev patel instead and they were like oh yes the one person of color we actually cast that in was, the movie, I, the villain
0: i think justin mccartney may have that would have been less bad
2: <laughs> you almost would have been the better choice
0: because it still would have been the wrong race of people
2: like everyone would have been
0: wrong like at least if you would have made the fire nation white people like okay well i mean like you just went on brand yeah yeah okay
2: well, white people we under, we, we've we seen the, what they we've seen their work
0: <laughs> yeah shame and then like Legend of Chun-Li is a bad video game adaptation so like I don't know I think we can adapt things to be good like Pacific Rim is pretty like decent fun people like that movie so that means we have the technology to do like a Gundam movie like we have the ability to do that kind of thing the story you still have to do well but like I don't know I think it can be done I don't Man, think anyone would, has succeeded at it but
1: I would kill for a movie out ad- like a live action movie adaptation of like the original Gundam story like with Char and Amuro that'd be so good.
0: One day maybe mm. we'll get some good adaptations.
2: Yeah. But you watch McCalla, you like the thi- the thing that I think is like funny about live action adaptations of anime is like they're anime obviously like to quote my senior honors thesis is a medium and not a genre but literally there's there's also like value to the using the medium to the best of its ability and there are things that are totally cool to do an anime that just looks silly yeah live action including like the main character's character designs of Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, I never watched it, but, like, one of them has, like, that, like, big, like, gangster pompadour, like...
1: Oh, uh, you're talking about Kuwabara!
2: Kuwabara, yeah. And, like, so one of them has, like, white hair, one of those red, red hair, like, fire-engine red hair. Like, it's just gonna kind of, like... It's interesting. I will be interested to see how they adapt it so that it does not look silly, or if they just adapt it so it looks silly.
1: Yeah, I, they better keep Kuwabara's pompadour.
0: Well, look, here's the thing. People have been making the joke, and it's time. That's just Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin, just looks <laughs> like him. <laughs> that's—it's not the most unrealistic. Like he has made that joke. It's not—you could just make it. You could adapt it in a way that's like that's wrong, but realistically wrong. But also, uh-huh. I forget what movie he's in when Chris Tucker plays him. But Ruby Rod from uh,
2: oh yeah, Fifth oh, Element, from Fifth Element.
0: He's supposed to look ridiculous. But if everyone looks anime, then it's fine, I guess question mark upward inflection (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I don't I there's weird stuff you can do but I think if you lean into what's weird about it and then do what you can it can do well Uh kind of like we've seen live action if anime is a medium not a genre I think we can look at cartoons the same way and we've seen the the way the live action Disney movies look and Uh I don't know how Disney's poorly adapting their own material It's not like it's somebody else's. They're like, let's take the Lion King and make it fake live action. Like, it's still animated, so it's not live action, but it's supposed to look like it. Doesn't look good. You lost a lot in Aladdin, but you didn't need to. Because, like, looking at the stuff Genie did, it's like, so we have the CGI to do this. I just saw the Hulk in Thanos, so why does Will Smith look bad in that scene? But kind of alright in that scene. Like, (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. Didn't mean to go down this rabbit hole. I didn't realize we all felt so strongly about it. Any other thoughts?
2: That was your first mistake.
0: Yeah, it it, it was literally the first mistake I made this, this episode. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> thing I decided to do. So we're looking great. Nowhere to go but up, right?
2: Hell yeah!
0: We're going uh, right on up What's to next? the the Overwatch Winter update has come out, and it's, oh boy, it's pretty all right. They they kind of I think they kind of nailed this one. Uh, lots of fun skins. Still not any um non christian ones like non christmas like no holidays like basically Uh there's like no hanukkah or kwanzaa kind of stuff they do a pretty good job of like secular stuff you know like uh may is a penguin now Uh that that's not related to holidays that's just cold and that's that's
2: cool you know
0: torb's a lumberjack but then you have like elves and like Christmassy stuff which you know speaks to my experience but it's not you know it's not for everybody they um they give us a new little holiday like a new year's party hat every year as a Icon Uh and it's always has the year written on it, so it's like 2017, 18, 19, 2020. And then this year they gave us end of 2020, which is like a crumpled hat. And it's like (laughs) kind of makes sense, you guys did this one pretty well. And they added a new priority pass system into the game where if you do like a roll, if you go into the roll queue and you pick flex, you get priority passes so that you can shorten times if you want to like play damage or something. Problem is, now everybody has those passes because they give them out fairly easily. Um, mm-hmm. So at the beginning, it was nice for people that are relatively low level like me so that you can, you know, you get more people playing tank and support just the people it in wherever they need them. So the DPS times are shorter and yeah, it's just a better experience for everybody because no one is so good at one role that you feel like you have a gap somewhere unless you're just kind of nice. in a situation where I am, where I like study this game a decent bit and watch a lot of high level, but I'm still kind of bad. So it's like, shit, I know that as a team, we shouldn't <laughs> be doing this. And I know the right thing to do, but I can't pull off the right thing. Uh-huh. So it's a whole thing. But high-level players are running into the issue where lots of people just got the passes super quickly and it hasn't helped. But it's basically, yeah, just play another role. Like, there's more than just damage in this game despite what the developers Sounds
2: fake, but okay.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, that uh, that sounds made up. <laughs> yeah, you. It's, it's a whole thing. But yeah, the skins are good. Like, lots of, lots of cool stuff. Maybe Overwatch 2 will come out one day. They announced a new art book, which... You should do when you're like, hey, here's our concept art, and I'm like, yo, I bought oh, this. more
2: black people in this. Huh? <laughs> were there, were there, like, it's
0: the fire engines, our artificial friends are back again, woohoo. And I, um, ordered the art book, uh, like, huh?
2: I was just gonna say, like, weren't there, like, weren't, weren't there, uh, like, concept characters? Weren't there black people, like, more black people in the concept characters than there were? in the actual game.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, here's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down. Um, I'll finish the point I had and then I'll adjust that. Uh, I bought the last book and then like more characters were coming out before I even got that book, just the way it was ordered. Uh, so that sucks. Uh-huh. But yeah, if you look in the concept art that either they just kind of had in concept or they showed us through different events or in trailers, uh, there was a concept art for other people with the Val- Valkyrie suit that Mercy has. Um, like a mm-hmm. buff black dude has a concept. So Mercy could have been a black guy. Which, you know, isn't black women, but, you know, just, they could have went the yeah. opposite of a stereotype, but you know, they went with Mercy. I was going to say, yeah. yeah,
2: like, a Which, black guy is, like, a nice healer, healer man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have
0: Lucio's a nice healer man in BAP, so, like, it's, you know, they, yeah. they've done some stuff. Um, Famously, Ash's concept art was black, and I don't know why they didn't go with black Ash, unless they, if they would have just came out and said, we don't want to make our first black woman, like, a bad guy.
1: That's yeah. That would, that would be, that be an would actual be good thing, excuse. Yeah, that would be but it's fair. also like but at, at this, this point, like you're of...
2: still like Ash was a pretty late like intro character. That was like what two years ago.
0: Uh, I maybe I'm starting time. to check time. It was like she was the second BlizzCon character, I believe. So you, you no, that's wrong. Maybe the third BlizzCon character. I don't remember, really remember. I think it's like Sombra, Moira, Ash. Yeah, yeah. Um. That could be wrong, who cares? But yeah, the, I, she's kind of an anti-hero. She's more just like a rich dickhead. She didn't really, <laughs> she's like, she was the same kind of thing as McCree, except McCree's like, I'm going to go help the army now, aka Overwatch, so they don't send me to jail, which is fucked up. So yeah, they've had uh, black concept <laughs> art and just decide to go with Ash, like the whitest character they could. And the character Sojourn, who they're giving us when Overwatch 2 comes out, whenever that is, um, they've shown us, like, they've told us like she's going to be in that group. She was in, like, mm-hmm. the first trailer where Winston's, like, yeah, better better call the friends back. And you saw, like, all these, like, characters flip through. And there's a few that looked uh-huh. Asian, but I think Sojourn was, like, it was, like, Winston, Mercy, Tracer. Then she was the first non, like, named character. And then it flipped through, like, ten other people that also weren't real. Um, maybe Torbjorn was in there. I don't know. But so that art, like, her character portrait, like... And the character select has, has been, been in existence. Since yeah, since at least 2015, like since before the game came out. So you know, she, and she was in the last story mission. We don't got. worry;
2: she'll be in Overwatch 2
0: <laughs> She's had voice lines in this game. We know who she is and how she's related to Overwatch. Like she's one of the commanders, like Jack. So I don't know who thought it was a good idea to say, "Let's save her." I I don't know. Um, I would have just made Ash black. Because if the moveset they have for Surgeon didn't fit what they were doing, I understand like, how you might not want to introduce that specific character, but there's no reason not to have a black character, especially since they said they kind of just made up Ash and she wasn't like one of their big plans. So I'm like, okay, so you really could have just made her brown. Like There was nothing stopping you, so it is whatever. The winter event's alright. Blizzard, do better.
2: <sighs> do better do you like on many you friends, including this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep shitting on gamers. Twitch is having a crackdown on the words simp, incel, and virgin as harassment insults. And a lot of people didn't really read through this, because on paper, that sounds really stupid, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, my immediate response to that was like, well, that seems silly, but okay. But now that, like, you explained it, what you're going to do here. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, a lot of people's first reaction was like, oh, so you can't ban the n-word which Twitch has come out recently said, that has been banned, like, the hard R has never been acceptable, and people are like, well, what about other versions? I'm like, there's a lot of black people that say the N-word, like, soft A, casually, and it's... I don't know if it's Twitch as a corporation's place to say that that's not allowed because of other people saying it is racist. Um, That's why we don't want people saying the N-word, because it's racist, not because it's a mean word or because we're trying to censor anybody. It's just a bad look, so... And there's different contexts. And I know there's a lot of people who will say, well, I'm saying it like as a friend of like, yeah, but it's still racist, even though you might not try to be hurt anybody. But Twitch did clarify that is against the rules. But here's the thing about Twitch. Their moderation is kind of trash, right? Yeah. So when they're saying you can't say simp, incel, or virgin, it's like, yeah, try and stop people anyway. Like, first off, like, I wouldn't worry about it. But they clarified this is we're just putting that on the list of things that if you say it, like, we're not really going to do anything. But if you're using it to harass somebody... Or like to, like how and they
2: can use it as
0: yeah, kind of how they say you can't be sexist towards women. Like that's a, that's in their rules, but they don't do anything about it. So like, <laughs> honestly, Cold. and people, I they they don't like they they just like let they let women out to dry. Oh, no, 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 like, working with
2: you about it, just like. <laughs> And then you're gonna use like an example of like like you know like because there are th- some things you can use as like sometimes a car is like a, like speeding is a thing that you do to get to the hospital on time, and sometimes speeding is something you do to break the law. Like because the oh, like
0: th- I mean that's also true. Um, people said it's mostly to defend their like uh, white male audience, which is partially true. Um, but I think honestly, using the word "simp" has been used more to be shitty to women. Like, it's insulting a man by saying, how dare you care about this woman? <laughs> kind of yeah. like a white knight. Like, it's an insult yeah. to a man, but it's basically saying, oh, you're just white knighting, which is code for how dare you care about what this woman has to say. That's all that it really is. And, yes, there are situations where people are white knighting, quote-unquote, like, don't, like, leave her alone. She didn't do anything wrong. It's like, uh, she just called me the N-word. I think she said something wrong, jackass. Like, stop being a white knight. <laughs> literally and figuratively. And when you're like, yo, dude, you're simping pretty hard, like, asking for feet pics in the chat, like, that's pretty bad, stop (laughs) it, like, those aren't, like, hurting the women, but when it's like, oh, like, Pokimane's gonna send all her simps to defend her, it's like, I think people just like this artist who is, like, under a lot of scrutiny anyway, so, like, I don't think someone's a simp for paying for an OnlyFans or, like, being a fan of a female Twitch streamer, like, that's, if you're using that, you're just being shitty, and I, I don't think that negativity has a place on platforms. That's yeah. it. Like, I don't see Twitch doing anything about it. <laughs> I <Like,
1: laughs> I wouldn't worry. Uh, uh, the way that they'll get around this on Hollow Live is they call simps shrimps.
0: Oh yeah, the uh the uh I forget. There's there, there's some there's there's people that use stuff like that all day. That's a <laughs> Yeah. That's a Yeah. <laughs> The crustacean defense Ah, oh, yes yeah spongebob squarepants defense yeah but yeah that's that on that i I mean you know like let's just stop harassing people but you're not going to get perma from twitch if you call somebody a simp like probably it's and if you do like you deserved it like <laughs> yeah you already stole this i was like you know a lot of this would be avoided if we stopped stealing black culture and using it randomly um but that's the whole huh. other thing
2: what a wild fucking concept.
0: Yeah. Like, can, I, can I tell you how, like, shocked I was when I heard people calling each other sus? I'm like, yo, dog, you can't say that. Like, it's not, that's not cool. And they're <laughs> like, no, like, it's, it's, a, it's from Among Us. So I'm like, no, that's like calling somebody, like, suspicious of being gay. Like, nah. I'm like, well, that's new to me. Like, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a whole other thing I remember from college. I'm like, this is just, people used to say this about, like, people they thought were gay, right? Like, yeah, I don't know what happened.
2: Uh, I say, I didn't know, I, I didn't know that context. I concept, that so so that I knew that it was a... I knew that it would, that the word had come from, like, black culture long before it came to white people culture, but I didn't know that it was a, like...
0: Yeah. On average, like, it was also times like, yo, man, I don't know if we should go over there, man, that shit was kind of sus, like, I, I don't know if they're gonna, like, rob us or something, but oftentimes, mm-hmm. like, when people are like, yo, man, Bobby looks kind of sus, Is like, like, yo, is, is he sus right now? Like, is, is he? Is, what's, is he, hands? you know, and that's kind of what a lot of people use it for, but... It, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, that's where it got popular. Honestly, I have this working theory that the only people who really invent words that catch on, whether or not it's because they're more inventive or not, are like m- black women. A lot of queer black women, but black women in general or like really uh. weird gamers. Because like, think about the <laughs> words that like get used on the internet a lot. It's It's mostly stuff that came from like black culture, particularly black women, you know. Or, uh-huh. like, shit like Poggers.
1: Yeah. And or, I, like, Leet. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, weird yeah, old, like, like, internet Yeah, like, slang. weird gamer shit, like. Yeah. It's, like, lit,
0: like on hand people, are like, yo, that's lit. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's from black people. Yo, that's Poggers, like, okay, that's definitely not from black people. So, like. <laughs> how dare you say white people have no culture. <laughs> I mean, it's possible it was a black person that invented Poggers or a person of color, but like, I'm I'm gonna chalk that up to Uh, gamer culture. (laughs) And um, Poggers in the chat. Poggers in the motherfucking chat. Um, other gamer stuff. Sephiroth's in Smash now. We actually have more than two Final Fantasy songs. It's like eleven now. He looks dope. He got titty out. He stabbed Mario, kind of. (laughs) He got titty out in only one of his costumes. And uh, Sakurai made jokes. He was talking
1: about frame data. He's
0: like, wait, I can't be talking about this. I'm just the I guy just that went... wanted to make a
1: party game. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty, uh, a pretty smart joke on his part. That was, as the kids say, it was pretty poggers. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I ever have a kid that says poggers, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I the- quit.
2: <laughs> I will quit having that kid. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're on it your will own. Will no son. be my
1: child. <laughs>
0: I've obviously already failed you. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looks good. I, I didn't think we we're great, Sephiroth. We talked about him last week. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And the Sephiroth challenge was available for like a week. If you want to like, if you had the pass, if you want to play him early, that's a fun thing. Like, more little events are nice in any kind of game, you know. Especially when it's, like, it's extra content you don't have to pay for. If you paid for the yeah. main content, and whatever. Uh, it's fun. We
2: love a free DLC thingy.
0: Yeah, let's Sakurai take opportunity. a break. Yep. And, uh, well, <laughs> Recipe for Seduction, part two. You saw part that stuff. Two.
2: Part I two. I saw for that. Us. You have thoughts? So, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a whole lot. But, it, like, <laughs> as you said, it really did It hit all of the like romance movie like rom-com christmas movie stings like just in 15 minutes i think the most uns like i was telling you off uh recording the most unsettling thing to me was that i have for my entire life believed that the man's name was harlan sanders (laughs) h-a-r-l-a-n um turns out it's harland like h-a-r-l-a-n-d the d surprised me is what I will have to say because they hit that D real hard. They, they hit... were like, every time they said it, it was Harland, like, and I was like, "Oh, you really you made this movie to correct people like me, huh?" <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they didn't make the movie because they thought it was a good idea. They made it because they were tired of people saying his name wrong. <laughs> That's such
0: an but absurd
1: thing to say. I'm
0: so happy. It sure
2: was an experience that I that I had
0: harland david sanders that's a lot a lot of d's in this man's name
2: well that's i think that's what confused me because i thought like i was like i thought it was harland d sanders
0: yeah harland d (laughs) it's
2: harland d he's got that harland d
0: that's the 11th spice (laughs) uh (laughs) i sure hope not oof
2: (laughs) you know, <laughs>
0: only for the, only for those who 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 know him personally that ask for it. You know. Do, do you to know? be fair, every time I eat KFC, I throw up. So
2: <laughs> every time I eat KFC, I'm I, I'm basically asking for it.
0: Just, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 just the, you know, when the D hits the back it, of your throat, it, it just being. <laughs> just uh bring some stuff up. Yeah, that's Oof. lots of D jokes. That's fine though. Nothing like some good D to keep you going through the holidays. Um, any other thoughts on this? I mean, it's pretty alright.
2: Yeah, it was, it was decent. It was, uh, enjoyable use of 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. Good length. I could have done with, like, maybe five more minutes, but I think they, they, they were smart going the, on the short side.
2: The D was a good length?
0: It was a good length, good consistency throughout. You know, Gross. It, it, you Oof. know, it wasn't too big, but they did use it well. Gross. It's a great amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> and... Speaking of D, Cyberpunk was D, listed from the PlayStation Store. <laughs> <laughs> it sure was. Um,
1: which God, the is... fucking,
2: like, cackle, like, spikes on my audio or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I can talk about that Cyberpunk shit. Um,
2: talk about that shit.
1: So, this came after a lot of people have been obviously loudly complaining online and wanting refunds for this game that does not function on like baseline Xbox ones and baseline ps4 it's like it'll work but it's very poor performance is bad a lot of crashes a lot of issues bugs all that kind of stuff people want refunds rightfully so right yeah, um, do,
2: that's fair. right
1: yeah uh, and and Microsoft has a generally pretty like lenient refund policy uh, though some people did report like not being able to get refunded on cyberpunk for whatever reason but I feel like You know, that's anecdotal. Uh Sony on the other hand has pretty much a blanket policy of if you buy something digitally and you turn it on, you cannot refund it. Um period. Uh if you argue with them enough, like as by that I mean you call in, uh they'll give you one refund on your account, period. Ever for the life of your account, yes. Um So the problem with this is is people were complaining loudly on the internet and everywhere. And so CD Projekt Red went out and said, hey, we know that you're unhappy with this. So we're going to, like, uh, you know, agree to refunds and said, like, please, you know, contact your, like, where you purchased it from in order to proceed with this. However, CD Projekt Red had never actually talked to Sony or Microsoft about how this would work. <laughs> Good. Good. So they basically went out there and said, hey you know like we're sorry you're unhappy but we'll give you a refund but go talk to somebody else about it <laughs> um and obviously that caused a huge problem for Sony who has no uh refund like procedure basically
2: infrastructure? yeah <laughs>
1: like... um so a couple like might have been a day or a day two days later basically Sony put out a, re- a statement saying like and si- and CD Project Red did as well saying like uh we've come to an agreement on how to do these refunds you know like you can go to this link which cd project red always posts their shit on in pdfs on twitter so they're like follow this hyperlink and then you can't click on it because it's a fucking image it's in a so, fucking like, PDF,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so like hey that's funny um but saying like hey you know like you can follow this link and like proceed to get a refund and then sony additionally said we're pulling this from the store uh you know you can still get physical copies of it from retailers but we are not going to sell it on the playstation store playstation network store until further notice and this is kind of the only time that's ever happened with a like large publishers game
2: so funny
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have a
2: lot of schadenfreude about this for no reason because i was never gonna play it
1: yeah me too like I, i mean like i always was kind of you know, as we talked about last week, I prefer to err on the side of caution with hype around games. And, you know, like, like it causes I think hype culture causes a lot of toxicity within uh gaming. And uh and like the game. Toxicity in gaming? Yeah, right. Who to thunk. But um this specifically just kind of this moment of you know, a entire platform being like, You can no longer buy this game for now uh with the idea that they would um fix it later and post it back uh, for purchase um
2: that said
1: uh additionally yeah additionally this week uh cd project red had meetings with their investors uh as well as within their own dev teams uh to address the issues with the launch of cyberpunk 2077 and uh while those were not um (sighs) fully public i think the investor meetings were just because they have to be because they're a publicly traded company sure Uh um there were a lot of questions of like hey like how come you didn't see this coming like you know what are you doing to fix this and from a lot of that we gathered the information of like cyber like a cd project red has plans to have patches in both january and february but it didn't address at all what is going to be fixed and what their plan for that is so cool there i guess yeah um additionally the meeting with the developers was a lot more hostile <laughs> um and i suggest anybody out there who's interested in like you know uh, advocating the rights of like developers as well as just like you know labor rights go and read some of the questions that were asked by the like dev staff to the uh, senior management to see what it's like to hold uh management management's feet to the fire because <laughs> uh they hey. did a good job of it uh, and of course they didn't really get any good answers but hey it looked good you know asking things like uh like how do you justify this like providing crunch only to like do that like have this release and have it fail like all these different things like it was uh <laughs>
0: That's I mean it was that's, rough. <laughs> that's who that's who fucked up is management, and a lot of people yeah. said it's not bad despite crunch. It's probably bad because of crunch, like
2: because of crunch. Yeah. yeah,
0: Like you're not gonna have people making good stuff when they're under crunch. Like I've never pressure's never been like a, a boon to my ability to crank out stuff. You know, it's
2: like think about like the paper you wrote at like like on Adderall at like four o'clock in the morning in college. Like it wasn't a good paper.
0: <laughs> no, I could have definitely <laughs> no. done better if I had. Like here's the thing. There's there's a lot of people that think they work well under pressure, and that including me was one of those people. But it's not that I work better under pressure. In fact, I'm positive I don't. It's just that I work consistently under pressure. So it's like, oh, I got this paper done in four hours because I was working really efficiently. No, you were working desperately, and that paper would have been better had you done it earlier. But, like, yeah, maybe you got a good grade on it. Maybe you got a nice review on this game, but it would have been better if you didn't crunch it like... (laughs) And fuck it, maybe the game takes another five years to make, because it's not like people weren't waiting forever to get Kingdom Hearts 3, and yeah, they were a little disappointed, but that game still sold like shit, like, not like shit, but like, bad, like, yo. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: like, yeah, like, like a lot. Is, it's like, sold. this is the shit, kind of shit.
0: Yeah, you know, and lots of, like, Final Fantasy 7 Remake took forever, but, like, people still yeah. bought it and enjoyed it, and, like, as much as I like to rag on the end of it, it looked like it was extremely fun to play, and I don't hear anyone saying, like, oh, that game wasn't fun, like, it had issues, but, like, it's a piece of art. Art has issues.
1: Yeah, and in one of the investor meetings, they straight up said, like, we didn't focus on current-gen consoles enough. Like, we just didn't think it would be an issue. And... That brings up a whole. People
2: have the current have the next gen consoles. (laughs)
1: Yes, that also brings up like a whole whole other thing of like you started developing this game in 2013. Like the current gen consoles didn't like were not even a thought at that point. So like, what the fuck were you developing for then? Yeah, that sounds like a lie. (laughs) Like like, you were like you were developing for a theoretical next gen when like the PS4 and Xbox One were still new. Like I think fucking not. Like are we just developing for PC like some (laughs) fictional middle generation? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's it's it's disgusting. But like, I'm glad that uh, the the management is you know being held to task for this you know in the investor meetings and stuff like that because there's no excuse to put out a product like that. You know, it's making the the devs look bad, the artists, the musicians. You know, yeah, you know, it's, it makes everyone look bad, and the only people who have messed it up are relatively nameless in a sense to the public. I mean, you can find yeah. these things out. But when you think of, like, this game doesn't work, like, what programmer fucked this up? Probably a tired programmer that was made to stay way too long because of a manager who messed up, you know? And it could be above the managers. Maybe it was the director's fault or the president. Who knows whose
1: fault it was, but someone caused a problem that wasn't... You know, marketing and, you know, like, all the, like, uh, sales, like, you know, just... Making sure that these deadlines had to be met, even though they were known to be unrealistic, like all that different kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's
2: one developer reportedly asked uh, whether CJ Project Red's director sold it was hypocritical to make a game about corporate exploitation while expecting their worker employees work overtime. Yeah,
0: it's, it's yes.
2: Like <laughs> that sums yeah. it
0: up right there, fam. Yeah.
1: Also, beyond the game not working, apparently, like just the story and everything is just disappointing in ways that are completely unsurprising to someone like me.
0: Well, but, hold on, um,
1: well, when did The Witcher 3 come out? Because I have, a, uh, I have, a, I
0: have this theory, and I, it's no basis other than I just don't trust gamers. 2015. Yeah. So I, I'm i guessing that The Witcher 3 is not as good as people remember it in their minds. I don't know this. I have no proof. I've never played it, so I can't prove this. I probably am wrong, but the way that like at least r slash games on Reddit loves The Witcher 3, even if The Witcher 3 is a 10 out of 10 game, which it could be, it's not as good as people say it is because they have it's so far and above overhyped
1: yeah and i would agree with that as somebody who has played it and all of its dlc to completion um and it it even released in a pretty rough state like it had plenty of glitches there were all sorts of memes about that i think we talked about that last week as well um i do think that it it was good in a way that like it kind of uh changed or made like a good definition of like what open world game should be like but i think looking back on it you know there, there's tons of games like it at this point and you know it, in retrospect i don't think it is probably as law it's lauded more than it needs to be <laughs> fair enough i'm good with that all right but cool and that that uh will kind of
0: be touched on later on in a way but yeah,
1: yeah i'm not i'm not gonna re-explain all of this later <laughs> but you know like just understand that this is a very big deal uh especially like pulling it from a, a a platform store because like that suggests that you know sony feels some sort of um duty to their consumers where if this thing to is protect being
2: them from cd
1: <laughs> yes to protect them from like well if this is a faulty product because we're giving refunds on it then we're not going to sell it because we have a duty yeah. to our consumers, that we like,
2: and their investors.
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a, and like you know, it's also kind of like Sony kind of pulling a little fuck you move on the fact that like CD Projekt just got out there and said like, oh, Sony will refund everything, no worries.
0: Uh, like, nah, we.
1: Ain't. <laughs> yeah,
0: that ain't it. It's 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 interesting to think about what's the better option because some people said it's fine enough for me, and as a cutthroat business. You know that must this game must be bad because Sony would be like, "Hey, if they want to buy it and they just forget to refund it, we'll take that money." Like, I don't think it costs them anything to refund a game other than the bandwidth. But you know, it, it obviously just looks so much worse for them that it's not worth it to even try to get a few sales out of it, and that's really bad.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. It's it's yeah. Overall, it's just a pretty crazy situation. Uh, you know.
2: Wild boy hours.
0: It is that? <laughs> Hey, we, we have officially entered the wild boy hours and maybe you need a little bit of extra pep in your step to go through all them hours, whether you're a wild boy, wild girl or wild Enby, you know, or anything else that is out there, you might need extra energy. And that's where Grinding Coffee Company will be there to help you out. They are sponsors for us. That's cool. That means they have pretty good taste. And if you get their stuff, you'll taste something good. Sounds good, right? So if you like queer people, they're queer owned. You like black people, black owned. Or you like coffee? It's a coffee
1: company. Our They're, coffee company. <laughs> They're coffee owned.
2: They're coffee owned. I've been Man, <laughs> listeners. This is fucking extemporaneous too. He's not reading anything.
0: No, it's it's all off the dome. And I, you know, I've been thinking of different ways to. Uh, oh, <laughs> I hate that. I do hate that. Going. I hate that. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stay grounded you can go to the link in the description and use our offer code character review for a discount on uh, some different products it'll help us out it'll help them out and it'll help you out check it out grind coffee company please go
2: do it so he'll stop making puns
0: that's yeah that's not no, i don't want to make promises we can't keith <laughs> <laughs> fair spoiler alert i've had my superpowers this whole time it's uh it's, it's pun manipulation, you know. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> but anyway, it's the end of the it's it's the end of the year, and we have a <laughs> yeah, hooray!
2: Finally, and
0: we haven't done this really before. I don't think we mentioned it briefly on the years where it's just been Steph and I. But Eric kind of talked to us and said, "Hey, why don't we do like a best of the year kind of thing?" And it's like, "Why
1: don't we do that?" That's a that's a <laughs> this is a pretty good idea. They they brought me on as an ideas guy, and this was my one idea I had. <laughs> yeah, so as it long as you get one. as long as you get one
0: more idea, you will become an ideas guy instead of just an idea guy. And <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like when Young Neil became Neil. Um oh, yeah, I think, I think my graduated. I think I also kind of had half the idea of doing a charity stream. So I believe that I don't remember it, but I believe you. <laughs> so you're an you, idea and a half you.
2: guy.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, oh, real quick, did either of you see Wonder Woman 84 or are going to? No. I'm gonna. Okay, maybe we talk about it next week or whenever we talk about it, it doesn't matter. It's just a passing thought I had because I was scrolling Twitter. But yeah, so it's the end of the year, da-da-da-da-da, and we will talk about different things that we liked. So, is there a specific category that you want to bring up, either one of you? Or else we can just go down the list again. Let's just go me. down the list again. Cool, cool. Yeah. So what's the first thing I've written down? Well, game. Yeah, it just says game. So game of the year. <laughs> that's we've talked a lot about games, but that's fine by me. Um, so personally, I played. I'll, I think I played a lot of games this year that I hadn't played before. More so than normally, I only play like one or two major games and just kind of play demos and stuff. But I think I got a good bit of uh, good bit of games
2: this year. Gamering in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you were if you watched this stream, I played Sonic Forces. It's not my game of the year at all. Oh damn!
2: <laughs> what? It's
0: it's one of the best times I've had this year, but I want to chalk that up to the stream and not the game. Um, possibly the best music I've heard all year, though. Honestly, Sonic Forces had amazing music, but alas, somebody hasn't been yet. listening
1: to enough Vocaloid.
0: From a game, from from a game that's not like also not a game. Uh, <laughs> uh, Valorant also came out this year; is pretty awesome. I got into Stellaris this year, which is sort of like a 4X type game, which just means you know expand, uh, you know all that different stuff. Uh, Explore,
1: expand.
0: Yeah, and At like. Last? No, <laughs> yes. I think one of the X's is like exploit, and that always feels gross to say. Um, yeah. So it's I was true. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like just go like kill the slavers in space. Like someone's like, "Hey, we're a slave plan." I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna blow you up the first chance I get." I have not blown anybody up yet because I always don't know how. Uh, Fall guys came out this year. That was a huge thing. That was very fun. Um, Among Us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Among Us came out before, but it became big this year. So congratulations mm-hmm. to that studio, that really small team. They're blowing up. They have a new map coming out. They're getting lots of worldwide acclaim. I have to give them hats off to be in one of the, uh, few companies or individuals this year that made money off the pandemic that didn't do it in a shitty way, because I think the pandemic got people to play among us. And it's not like they could have predicted that, um, <laughs> I <Eichenfell> can <laughs> slash Ikenfell. Apparently it is pronounceable both ways. That's cool. Uh, from our, from a friend of the show, Chevy Ray came out and they did a really good job on this game. I haven't played through the whole thing, but, uh, very beautiful music, uh, from some composers from Steven universe and all, other people were involved in it nice little game so instead of loving harry potter that's a great magical school thing to get into uh yeah final fantasy 14 i played this year totally cool mmos aren't for me i loved it but it's not for me uh mass effect chimera squad fun um uh XCOM chimera squad was i say mass effect i always do this I i always do this I'll be watching my partner play XCOM 2. XCOM 2 in the World of Chosen. I'm like, Mass Effect is so weird, it's like maybe I don't know. I'm like, ah fuck. I mean XCOM. <laughs> like Viglio Confido I know all this. I know Commander. Like I know I don't know why I made this mistake. XCOM Khmer Squad. It's fun. It's quirky. Um but my top three of the year, I'd have to say. Breath of the Wild didn't come out this year, but I played it. And then One Step from Eden, I loved. I talked about it a lot earlier this year.
1: Really, I, can't, I forgot that that was this year, too. I was also, yeah,
0: yeah, I forgot that was this year. I played it. I didn't forget the game, but uh, we recently had another update. It's a roguelite kind of game. It plays like Mega Man Battle Network. You have different spells. It's really fun. Very difficult, but really fun. And, you know, but for me, I've been thinking about it a lot, but Hades is my game of the year. It's really fun. I'm trying to learn to speedrunner for it. The speedrunners in that community are really cool. They're nice. The uh, The art is beautiful. The music's really good the voice acting is good the action feels good i i don't you see you don't all... have to
2: feel bad about spending money on it because the, the corporation itself is good yeah, yeah
0: the team is really good um so you know it, it's i have very few bad things to say about it the only thing that i don't love about it and i think it's still an important an on-purpose decision is that you can't romance or v- advance relationships with people super fast, like you have to keep doing runs and sometimes people don't show up. But the more I think yeah. about it, that knocks it down from like the, that knocks it down from like a perfect 10 to like a still really good 10, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. I think, like a 9.8.
0: Yeah, like, because no game is perfect, so I, I say a 10 out of 10 still isn't perfect, honestly, um, but it's like a 9.8 or like a, like a low 10, if anything. I,
1: I really like this game. That's my game chat. Yeah, your that's... Game chat. That's fair. Um, I'll go into mine if that's okay with you, Stephanie.
2: Jump off.
1: Yeah, um, go off. I'm not going to list. I'm not going to list everything I played this year because I play a a lot, you play a, a lot, very of, lot
2: of games. Yeah, yeah, I play a
1: lot of video games. Um, yeah, honestly, just, like, that
0: was weird of me. I felt like sorry to interrupt you is that like if we did it the way the giant bomb did theirs and the way waypoint did maybe that would have made more sense if we were trying to get a single game of the year yeah <laughs> so my bad
1: sorry listeners sorry Steph. sorry eric oh no it's okay I, I i think it's better that we each individually have our own game of the year because i don't think we're going to agree uh <laughs> across the board on one specific game makes sense um but uh so I, I play a lot a lot of video games. Like even just this week I started three new games. So um you know You've
2: got a real gamer boy on the pod.
1: <laughs> I play multiple MMOs, you know, like it, it, that's my like it's my thing to play a lot of video games. Hmm. Um so I'll try to just mention a couple that I really did enjoy this year. Um I will start by saying uh Animal Crossing is probably my number three. Um i really enjoyed playing that especially during the uh quarantine times which are still ongoing (sighs) Uh, i haven't picked it up as much in those the fall and winter but it's definitely a nice little like relaxing thing to do you know for like an hour a day it's not a game that requires you to play it an absolute ton stephanie might disagree with me on that statement (laughs) but (laughs) it doesn't by any means require you to play it that way um Let me open my Steam real quick so that I can remember the (laughs) names of a couple other things that I've played this year. Um, (laughs) So many things. Yeah. I I think i had
2: to do that with Goodreads, so I feel (laughs) you.
1: Yeah. um, An honorable mention, so this is not in my top three, but it is a game that I finished this year, was uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, Oh yeah, remember when we went to
0: your house back in January, you were talking about that. Yes. What a year this has been.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I Mm -hmm. absolutely love that game. Yeah. It is everything that is good about a Dragon Quest game of being, like, you know, cutesy and, like, a nice little RPG combined with a Minecraft-style building game. And I honestly think it's a perfect one of those. However, because it didn't come out this year, I can't really put it on my game of the year, quote-unquote. Even though I know, Dom, you did it differently. I'm trying to stay true to myself Hey, my game of the year was from this year. That's That's, a qualification to win. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I believe... Uh, I would have to put at number two, um, the, it's tough. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to make it a tie actually between Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona 5 Royal. Um, both of those games are fantastic. Uh, Persona 5 by itself, like the original release was a great game. The additions they made to the, like the new version that came out this year made it even better. Um, and it was a joy to replay through it. Uh, final fantasy 7 remake i have decried the existence of final fantasy 7 as being the most popular final fantasy i think that it is overhyped i think that other final fantasy games deserve more attention however i will say that <laughs> that game is really fucking good <laughs> um they did such a good job with taking the source material and expanding on it except for the ending <laughs> 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 but but the thing is I'm willing to excuse that because they're going to go somewhere else with it. Mm-hmm. I I firmly believe that like from what they've done in inter- they've said in interviews that they are taking this in it like almost as like a what if, quote unquote, like different direction slightly than the original game, which I am okay with. That's good, because um, if if not, why not just play the original? Exactly. And uh I'm going to give my top spot to Ghosts of Tsushima, which I know is a game that I haven't talked about a lot on the podcast, but that's because I only really started playing it back at the end of November. And I think I, I have put close to 100 hours into this game. Ooh, um, dang. Now, some of those are going to be because it sits idle, like occasionally <laughs> during the day when I'm working. Um, and like I, you know, take breaks or whatever to play it, and then I just kind of leave it up so that I can just pop back into it. Um, that game is stunningly beautiful. Like, it, it is probably the prettiest game I've ever seen on a PS run on a PS4. Like, it is impressive that what they got out of that system. Um, you know, people were like always talking when it came out earlier this year about how it was a uh, Kurosawa like game, and I do agree with that. I do also think that that's a bad descriptor because it is also not that. <laughs> There is a Kurosawa mode, and for those of you who don't know, Kurosawa is a famous Japanese director who did a lot of, like, very influential uh, samurai films. And mm-hmm. um, Ghost of Tsushima is kind of modeled after that. It, it follows the same story beats, you know, kind of like the way like that a, one of his films is structured. Uh, they went as far as to put a quote-unquote Kurosawa mode into the game, which just, it, it's just in black and white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, there's a whole bunch of discourse around that, where, like, that's not a true Kurosawa mode, he didn't use black and white, he used different, like, uh, contrasts and brightness to, like, show different, show off different things in different scenes, so, like, it's not really, like, it doesn't do that justice. Um, and honestly, if you play it in that mode, you're missing out on some of the most beautiful scenery that I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> so, you know, I, I suggest not playing it in that mode. Um, <laughs> but it's fun that it's there, it sounds like. Yes, it's, it's neat that it's there. Um, It has a great photo mode, so you can take great screenshots. The story, while not, like, the strongest feature of the game, still, like, had me involved enough in it that I wanted to keep playing. And I don't platinum games or, you know, like, 100% them and get all the trophies. But I am two trophies away from doing that in that game. (gasps) Do and it? i'm going to do it hell <laughs> um, yeah bro additionally like they put out a free multiplayer patch later in the year like months months down the line without really like a ton of like a uh, you know um hubbub around it or whatever and the multiplayer is fucking amazing um it's co-op only and you know it tells its own story and it's more focused on like uh supernatural stuff so it's like a uh, oni possessing like dead mongols so you're fighting like mongol zombies <laughs> um nice. and like specific like uh, oni from like japanese mythology there are different classes it has like a loot system but it's not so focused on the loot like a game like destiny that it makes it feel bad it's incredible that they did that with that for free like they just put it out <laughs> nice um, and as well as well as a new game plus that i'm also thinking about uh going back and playing through because apparently they changed some of the quest lines and, like, difficulty and all that kind of stuff. So that game is my number one game this year. Um, I know that it was also the player's choice for the the video game awards, and I think it is rightfully so. (laughs) Fair enough. Very cool.
0: Steffi G, you got any games to talk about?
2: I do got some games to talk about, although they're kind of both games that y'all have talked about. Um, I mean, this year I played this was probably my biggest gaming year of my life honestly oh no you've caught Um,
1: pogger's disease
2: (laughs) i know it's terminal um
1: (laughs) oh also honorable mention to hades just because yes i also enjoyed that
2: (laughs) um but i like i had the switch all last year too but like i didn't have as many games that i was super invested in in 2019 and like i um mostly it was just playing crash bandicoot but like the switch um part of the spyro trilogy came out this year the um i played okami through this year twice so it was really <laughs> fun <laughs> um well it's kind of built so you have to play it through multiple times
1: yeah in order so to you, get like, everything
2: all the yeah, yeah collect all the bits and things but um it's a very good game it, Played a lot of Animal Crossing, a lot of Animal Crossing, like <laughs> a thousand hours of Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I played some smaller games, like um, some mobile games. I'm still playing Pokemon Go religiously, been playing Pokemon Cafe Mix still pretty frequently, like, um, and then like a lot of Hades lately. Um,
0: Did you play um, Super Mario World this year?
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, and I was playing the old NES, uh, SNES, uh, it was SNES Super Mario World, but I I still actually haven't finished.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say, would that make your, would that make your list this year?
2: I had a lot of fun playing it. It was, like, exactly the kind of platformery that I wanted from, uh, like, at the time, and then, like, because I was, like, kind of bored of, like, cute animated chores in Animal Crossing. (laughs) Um... And I, like, was kind of- I had kind of hit, like, a plateau where I wanted my island to be, so, like, it was a very nice break to take off and just, like, do something where I just had to, like, jump and, like, hit boxes and leap over chasms and whatnot.
1: Mario World is the best mario yeah i think that's yeah like hands down <laughs> i'd
0: recommend if you're still looking to get some of the classics donkey kong country 2 is on there now in that I game it's... Oh, nice. yeah you can skip three skip i like, one I like three. three i like baby <laughs> i think diddy Thank dixie you, is the best combo of like different skills donkey kong's cool but he's better in smash anyway go ahead steph
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cool i just i think probably if I had to go like like countdown from three, um, God, probably I don't know what my number three would be because like I probably I think I liked Okami probably third best, but it's not this year game, but um, but I really I think it would be a tie like two between two and one would be Animal Crossing and Hades, um I think Animal Crossing probably two just because I think even though that it is a positive that you can kind of sit it down and come back to it I like I think it does get a little tedious sometimes after a while like I like I, I, I've picked it up again lately because you can make snowmen and I'm enjoying building snowmen oh. <laughs> um, but most of the time like between like events kind of it's like how like Four times a year, I boot up Overwatch so that it can install the install the latest updates, and like I can see what skin I got from the <laughs> the event loot box. I feel like that that's becoming me in Animal Crossing, where like occasionally I boot it up and like neaten up my islands and like talk to some villagers, but um, but I, I have a hard time not giving some some. Uh, some standing to a game that i spent over a thousand hours playing this year yeah that's (laughs) absolutely
0: fair (laughs) kind of hard to say Um, play this game for a thousand hours and it sucks (laughs) yeah yeah you know an overwatch uh... fan basically
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say isn't that you (laughs) it is me Um, but i definitely i think hades has a similar like because it's a roguelike you can put it down between runs um you can kind of just play and like 25 to 35 minute chunks. Yeah. Um if you play the whole run through at a time and I think it's probably m- my top game just because well I mean Spyro 2 Ripper's Rage is always going to be like my number one game of all time. Sure. Like so that's like not gonna like the the remaster of that is like has a special place in my heart although it didn't it did only came out for Switch this year I think. It didn't come out for yeah, well, it must have come out for Switch last year because I I had gotten pretty far in it by the time I came to because I I made I made our friend Sam play all the races for me because oh yeah I, was at them. I forgot about that yeah so, <laughs> so that... it must have huh. it must have come out last year
1: yeah huh, wow time weird. is weird I, that's but, okay uh, you played it you played it this year though so I did
2: play it this year though yeah so but yeah I would say like I would say Haiti's just like I like the like the designs are so beautiful like it's got, like, inclusive character designs and romance and, like, I can punch things, but, like and it's also, like, the accessibility, like, the god mode of it is, like, very seamless like, I never, like mine has maxed itself out at this point because I never turned it off, but, like it doesn't make it too hard to play or, like, like, it doesn't make it too it doesn't make it easy to play, like, it just adjusts down a little bit, I think, and, like, I've been doing, like, now that I've beat it a bunch of times, like, I've been doing the Pact of Punishment runs, and, like, I've gotten up to, I think, 16 with the fists.
0: Nice, nice.
2: And I'm still, so I'm, like, still even with the the god mode on, like, still managing to play, like, tricky, tricky, uh, like, handicaps, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just very fun. I am very much enjoying it. If I had to rank, and if I had to rank my top three games I played this year with a fishing element, <laughs> I would have to put.
0: Aren't they still the same games? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it would be the same three games, but I think I would rank them differently. Oh. So I would put Ripto's Rage fourth because there's only one place where you can kind of fish, and you have to just blow the fish into the the like TD. Tiki- man's mouth
0: okay
2: uh and then i would put animal crossing next because even though it's a larger component of the game it's really tedious um and i don't like cj i think he's (laughs) annoying um
1: he's the worst of the the guests
2: (laughs) yeah and so i then i would put the okami fishing because it's like more of a subtle thing but like you do have if you want 100% the game you you do have to fish um and there are occasionally like situations where you have to catch a fish because it's got like a piece of a scroll or so- something inside it that you need but um but you get to like paint the little fishing line and that's cool that's cute um but and then Hades because sometimes if you catch if you beat your dad you can catch like a trout or some shit on the surface and get like a whole ambrosia for it.
0: <laughs> I beat my dad's ass and caught a fish.
2: <laughs> and that's really the that's really that's what it isn't every game ultimately.
1: Yeah, it's about killing your dad and fishing. I mean
2: <laughs> That's what Freud said. That's what <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something about fish, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. They said the datification of games was coming, and yeah, like it really just evolved onto fishing. That's very funny. <laughs> so what do we got next? Movies. Uh, let's go. Let's go in a different order. How about that? Let's uh, actually let's just go in reverse How about order. How Steph, yeah. you want to you want to start us off with some movies?
2: Yeah, I the only three movies I think I saw in theaters this year were *Onward* and uh, *Sonic* and *Birds of Prey*. And to your true chagrin, I am going to go with Birds of Prey as my movie. As a year Because it was, <laughs> so we're not going to have like a, like a consensus on that one, just because like, it was just really fun, like, way to see it with a bunch of like, friends from work. It like, it was just nice to have like, that kind of like, girl group kind of thing, even though not everyone in the group was a girl. <laughs> But, like, that kind of, like, girl power movie was, just like, really enjoyable and, like, had good music, it had good, like, fighting, it had cool costumes, it had, like, just, like, kind of, like, you know, like, how, like, people were, like, bridesmaids, you know, it's, like, crass humor, but for girls, like, and, like, I feel like this was that, but a little bit less, like, just kind of swapping the roles, I guess. Like, there was more, like, girlishness to Birds of Prey, necessarily. Oh, Like, it wasn't just, like, a movie that boys, that could have been about boys, but they change it to girls. Like,
0: Yeah, I don't know how much uh, Bridesmaids was necessarily girl humor. It just seemed like it was pink guy humor. For lack of
2: yeah, a better exactly. Word. <laughs> it's I like, think
0: there was. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I think, like, there's times where people are like, oh no, there's like jokes about like periods and stuff. This is clearly like about women. Like, no, it's. I mean, it is, but it's like this is the way that like it's like the male gaze, but yeah, like there's a oh, woman yeah. behind the camera. It's like what well, it can't be male gaze. Like, yeah, it can, I guess. But oh, and also, you don't have to limit it to just stuff from theaters this year because that's. Not how this year worked. Yeah,
2: yeah. you can make Those Trolls are... two your
1: top movie if you want.
2: <laughs> well,
1: just giving you the freedom. I mean,
2: I mean, if I had to pick my top movie that the McElroys were in this year, <laughs> it
1: was
0: Trolls two. <laughs> it was Trolls two. I'd pick Free Apple. <laughs> that movie, oh. that, that thing on YouTube, I sent you guys.
2: Oh my god, that was fucking.
0: <laughs> that's that's from this year, and there was a McElroy in it.
2: It's true. Yeah. He's not wrong. <laughs> god no movies? but yeah i mean i think i can't remember any movies that i watched that were from this year that i watched in quarantine so that's like i mean i watched parasite this year it was really good but like
0: yeah <laughs> so you mean to tell me you're not gonna put happiest season in your top movies of the year Despite despite all your talk about girl power, you just (laughs) throw Kristen Stewart to the to the to the curb. How dare!
2: Kristen Stewart can come in from the cold into into my place and be warm with a with a partner who is not a piece of shit.
1: (laughs) I vote for this. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I ship this AU. Yeah, happiest season, good
1: ending AU. so steph what was your top then
2: uh birds of prey
1: okay all oh, right cool,
2: cool. i would let many of the people in that movie yeah be my top.
1: <laughs> speaking of movies in which Jesus i would let people Christ. be my top um <laughs> i only really like i'm not a big movie person like as we have gone over before yeah. so uh i've only got one movie to talk about and it's sonic the hedgehog <laughs>
2: it's a little so, little uh, indie film you might uh, yeah. know as
1: So I will say though I did see one other movie this year that I can think of and it was Cats oh, So yeah you did yeah. I forgot that we watched that this year that's so, wild Here is my scale of movies that I watched <laughs> in 2020 Number 1 wow. Sonic the Hedgehog Number 1 million Cats <laughs> Numbers 2 through 900,999 <laughs> um uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, fucking, <laughs> the fucking like they say that like everything's a spectrum but i think that one's a binary <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> cat's bad
2: cat's yeah. bad sonic good
1: yep How, i'm like, sure I'm, like i'm sure i watched other movies in passing like putting them on while i was doing other stuff but i honestly have zero recollection of it because this year has been just a fucking haze so yeah, it
2: truly 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 truly
1: But Sonic was a good movie, and it was better than it had any right to be. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was pretty good, Um, especially when you put on. It
2: might have been as good as it had a right to be, (laughs) as a Sonic product.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't know how to rank Sonic products, like what quality one would assume them to have. But changing that design again, you should never like overwork your employees. You should pay them properly. But the work that they... The extra work they did, everyone who was involved with reworking that should be paid a bunch of money, because that yeah, cause is... Because it paid off. It, it, that, it, yeah. That was a good decision. Oh, boy. Because uh, if that Sonic wouldn't have been cute, that movie just wouldn't have played right. I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool. That's... Yeah, I forgot we saw Cats this year. Um. So, yeah, as far as movies that I saw from this year, I guess I saw Onward, like, at home. I, I thought that came out last year, but... It,
2: No, because I saw it on Friday, March 13th. It's the last thing I did before I went into quarantine. That's so
0: (laughs) weird how time is. Uh, The last thing I did was go to a drag show or like burlesque class drag, and it was worth it. Uh, But no, I guess the only movies I saw in theaters this year were Sonic and the My Hero Academia movie, which came out in American theaters this year and Japanese theaters last year. So I don't know how to count that, but I will. So I mean, I guess mine would be uh, the Hero Academia movie and then Sonic um, just kind of think the story in Hero Academia was a little better, but it had a way worse ending. I think, um, just for spoilery reasons, that I think it was like okay, okay, okay. Um, but I saw a lot of movies I liked this year. I saw Knives Out finally this year. That movie's amazing. Oh yeah. Um, Parasite I saw this year. Wonderful, wonderful movie. I love it. Uh, my partner really wanted to watch 1917. That I thought it was very well done. It's a cool movie. Um, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, I guess, came out this year. Oh, yeah. And I think, yeah, I kind of might want to... That actually might be my top movie this year. That's fair. Um, because while Sonic was way better than I expected... So I think Sonic is the movie that exceeded expectations the the most this year. My Academia told, like, like a a cool... Like, it was, like, a cool spectacle. But as far as, like, Lego Star Wars, it had to, like, fix stuff and, like, redeem... a a, a property so i think it gets a lot of value from that and then i saw stuff like the scream franchise for the first time which i thought was wonderful sweeney todd um happiest season i'm glad i watched and uh recipe for seduction i saw i'm glad i saw them but i'm i'm fine with where i'm at i don't need to see them again (laughs) (laughs) um i think that's supposed to be it for movies right it's i'm not a big movie guy either
1: i was gonna say it was a you know slow year for movies obviously because of the situation uh, that everything's in but uh even if you know we continue to do this don't expect me to ever have more than like one <laughs> <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> so i heard that tenant wasn't worth it like it, that's no movie
0: was worth catching covid but like out of the movies that could have potentially been worth it tenant was still yeah. not it's like oh so the
2: prom the prom was the prom that's what it, that came out this year did i talk about that last week
0: i don't think you did but that was years Sorry ago. To cut you off. No, that's fine. <laughs>
2: Shut up.
0: No, what? From
2: the, the movie. No,
0: no, no, I was, I was, I was making a joke that last week was years ago. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I yeah, didn't mean prom, prom. prom. You know, I meant like. I was like, yeah, it was twelve years ago for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I see what you're saying. I'm like, what did I do? No, no, no. I'm, I'm making a time joke, not a bad. Joke. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah.
2: You. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. It was pretty good. I think, uh, Wedge McCall. Um it's a cute movie uh what's his name who's the guy the guy from he's british he does the carpool thing oh what's his fucking name cordon J- james Corden. That
0: that great um, hilarious man
2: <laughs> yeah he his performance was a hate crime um <sighs> no one like they should not have cast a straight british man to play a campy gay like american man like it was just yucky um, was it was it a bad
0: performance? Or was it a problematic performance? Like, really? Was it a little it
2: ex- bit of both? It was more problematic. Okay. Than, uh, but like, it was, and they added some like redemption arcs to the storyline that they didn't need to. Like, there were like in the in the musical of the prom, like the stage musical. There's not. Um, there's not a redemption arc for the homophobic, like, the Kerry Washington role in this movie, which is, like, the homophobic PTA mom of whose daughter is secretly gay. And nor is there a redemption arc for James Corden's character's family, who are also, like, homophobes who, like, kicked him out. So, like, I, that felt, like, a little, like, too, like, for the straights.
0: Well, you said there were redemption arcs for them?
2: There were redemption arcs. I thought you said the there cover, weren't. I'm maybe. like,
0: that seems fine. That seems novel. But okay, I just misheard you. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. In the, yeah. In the show, there are not redemption arcs for them. In the movie, there are. Oh. Little,
0: okay. Okay. I'm 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 picking up what you're laying down.
2: Little much, but um, but yeah. I mean, other than that, it, like that was a movie that I saw.
0: <laughs> that's all. Cool. Cool. Um, let's move on to the next thing. How about shows? I I think we still say TV shows, but it's, you know, internet, anywhere where there's a show. It doesn't have to be television, necessarily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I can quickly go first. Let's say Eric go first on this one. Yeah, so I, obviously, again, I don't watch a ton of, uh.
2: Is yours Thunderbolt Fantasy?
1: That's gonna be an honorable mention, just because of how (laughs) weird it is. Or, you know what, Thunderbolt Fantasy can be third. Uh, like, that. I I have been continuing to watch that with my roommate. It is still a very weird show. It isn't coming out this year, but there is currently a uh, sequel series that is airing. So, you know, gotta build myself up to that one, I guess. Uh, Most of my (laughs) stuff this year probably didn't actually come out this year because I don't even really know what is new. Um, Except for maybe, like, I think the two new shows I watched were, like, uh, Raised by Wolves and... Did Chernobyl come out this year or was that last year? Ooh, think, that's a good question. I
2: think that was last year because everyone was like, ho oh, oh, like, if America had a problem like this, they would never be able to get 750,000 people to come together to fix it.
1: And they sure did. And they were right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2019. Okay, well, that's going to be my number two, anyways, because um, it. Yeah. was a very good retelling of that story uh, as somebody who is uh, well studied in like uh, Soviet um, history, history. Uh, and culture like it was a it was definitely a decent telling of it uh, definitely needed some work in some areas but it's definitely a good thing that like it was a good story that they told well and it was something that I think a lot of people didn't really know the actual like history behind it so it was a, a good thing that they did yeah um, and man, I keep going back and forth on like what I want to make my number one. <laughs> um, you can tie for one; that's fine. Yeah, I, it's it's tough. Um, you know, like I, I I would have to say that like the like the latest um, season of My Hero Academia probably. <laughs> um, oh, that was a pretty good season. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Like you know, like probably Giselle. that or um like a, a tie for me would be uh land of the Lustrous. <laughs> just uh oh ver- yeah You're,
2: y'all's rock show
1: yeah the rock show um it was also very good uh I'm, I'm not gonna explain too much about them because i think we've you know gone over them both in detail but i think those would be tied for my number one
2: nice
0: yeah you said rock show i'm like wait when did Steven Universe finish? <laughs> I didn't realize,
1: yeah, Steven Universe Future finished it this
0: year.
1: That doesn't sound right. Yeah, like, every time we talk like, about these different things like, of the year, I'm like, man, this year was long. Like, I don't remember any of
0: this. Like, it started last year at the end, but it finished to this year. That's yeah. wild. Oof.
2: Yeah, that's Shall a sh- I
0: go? Yeah, I was gonna say that's a show that should have just kept going because they didn't have a good place to finish that. That 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 base show <laughs> needed another season at least, or to like rework the third. Because oof, not as bad as the Game of Thrones ending though. But yeah, Steph, that's you real. are uh, on the podium.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would say if I had to pick three for this year, I would put Ducktales as three because it's super. It's like super good, super well. Like, done. I know it's, it's the 2017 reboot, but like, it's still airing this year in new episodes, so I'm counting it. Um, very enjoyable, like, good character arcs, good plot arcs, all that jazz. Um, I put She Ra second. Okay. Yeah. Um, because also, good character arcs, enjoyable, definitely has its problems, but uh, I am a sucker for romance, so Doctails does not have that yet. Shira had that, so I'm giving giving the sec- second second spots to Ducktales, uh, and then the Untamed I think will be my top show because i did not spend a quarter of the time <laughs> on Ao3 for any other fandom this year. <laughs> besides, <laughs> besides the Untamed, but it was also like, but not because like the ending wasn't satisfying, like. Just because, like, I wanted more, I guess, like, which is, I guess, the definition of unsatisfying. But like, the ending wasn't like baity. Like, they got pretty much, they came like right up to the line of what Chinese censors would allow them to say, and like, kind of leaned over it.
0: That's fair like, to
2: make it gay. Yeah, and, it's it's different to queer like, bait
0: when you don't have to versus like we can't do this, but we're telling you we want to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like literally, like the like the whole like like they're considered soulmates. Like they talk about being soulmates. Like they spend all their time together. Like they'll die for each other, kind of stuff. And like and the, but then there are also like just to make it not be like like but hetero. Like there are places where like the the one guy who wears the headband will be like ah oh, like like you can't like oh don't take don't touch my headband. Like only spouses and like only spouses and family members can touch. Like, can, like, untie that. And then in the next episode, he's, like, tied it onto the other guy's arm to, like, help him (laughs) with something. So it's like, if you touch my headband, you're my boyfriend kind of thing.
1: (laughs) And then Um, you touch the headband.
2: And then you touch the headband. So, like, I, like, the. it's, like, a corny show that is not to be watched necessarily for the plot or um, special effects. But the costumes are gorgeous and the character interactions and, like, character arcs are wonderful
0: nice that's wonderful what about you i don't honestly know i haven't realized how many new shows i don't watch um <laughs> most of what i watch uh is like reality tv at this point and mm-hmm. it has well, been if
2: you have any good reality tvs
0: yeah i mean so my partner likes a lot of reality tv and i will say it's garbage and it's garbage that i quite enjoy um <laughs> my road down this path has started with uh, i had cable when she didn't or yeah we had cable me and my roommates and she's like oh i'm gonna have to figure out a way to like watch the bachelorette like on an app i'm like just watch it at our house who gives a shit like you don't live far from me and i'll watch it with you it'll be a cute couple thing that was a mistake not because i hated <laughs> it because but i didn't plan on getting involved with this and there's a lot of like there's lore in this shit like you know what they'll often do yeah, they'll have, like, lore and stuff, you know, people from one season will show up in the next one, da 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 and then they have, like, there's a Bachelor and a Bachelorette, we all understand that, but then there's also this thing called Bachelor in Paradise, where they're like, hey, did you lose in one season, and you haven't become a Bachelor or Bachelorette, come hang out on the beach for, like, these two weeks, and we'll try to make some other stuff happen, and are like, okay, cool, so there's that, and then this year, they're like, hey, we're gonna try something that's gonna be, like, a cross between, like, American Idol and Bachelor stuff, like, oh my God. inspired from, like, that, like, the, uh, that bradley cooper lady gaga movie and uh and just call it listen to your heart and it was very corny i'm like this is the best season they've had in a while like some of the contestants on the other shows have really really sucked but then they did like a season during lockdown because like they're like we got to pump out this content and it was really fucking weird like there was two bachelorettes like that's not like not concurrently it was real weird and the next season has is almost done filming the next bachelor and it filmed in Nemacolin, like in Uniontown, I'm like so. I'm like, oh, I know where they filmed this at, because <laughs> they can sequester them. And I'm like, damn, this is gonna be interesting. And the current Bachelorette has like four really well. She did not three, I think. Four really good final guys. I'm like, man, this is such a fucking <laughs> relief over the last few seasons of garbage we've had. This is really nice. It's nice to see like adults on these shows and not dumb kids. And when I say kids, I mean like adults, like 21 year old stuff. Um, but that was just really fun, and then obviously, like, Bake Off's really good, um, Dancing with the Stars was enjoyable and stuff like that, and we watched the second season of, like, Ink Master from 2012, which was uh-huh. a show that was very enjoyable, and Dave Navarro is a very pretty man, uh, he's the host, Is <laughs> was the wild show to watch, tattoo artists are assholes, and I don't mean that, like, in a rude way, it seems like that's their personality trait, good people, uh-huh. but just dickheads. but, um... Yeah, I'm going to say My Hero is one of the shows I liked a lot this year. I think it kind of dragged a little bit in some weird ways. That's more of the source material's fault. Yeah, but I uh, I agree with that. I won't really spoil it for anybody listening, but I said it on social media the other day, and I say it again. The uh, final moment with Shigaraki and Overhaul, like the last time they see each other, is one of the coldest moments I've seen in any fiction. It is like, that shit goes hard. You can only (laughs) tell that story with superhero fiction. Yeah. I mean you still could do that without like being like you could do that in a realistic setting. But in a fantasy setting I think that really took it to the next level of coolness. And
1: it was super fucked up. Yes, yeah, super fucked
0: up. <laughs> um Animaniacs was really, really good. Um Bob's Burgers continues to be good. Close enough that the regular show follow up was pretty good. Um, I didn't watch all of it but I liked it. And the Harley Quinn cartoon was really good. I didn't watch all of it, but that was really, really good. Um Oh, what was that? What Sorry.
2: Are, the, the, are we both thinking of the, the Adventure Time show? The no. Midnight Radio or whatever it was? Yeah, I was going
1: to oh, say, you're was that, about that, that okay. came out this year because that that show was fucking wild. What, oh, wait. The
0: Midnight thing?
2: Midnight Radio or something well, like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, midnight, midnight Gospel. That Yeah, Midnight Gospel.
0: Oh, I'm glad you guys remember that. No, that's straight up. That's my top show of the year. That Without okay. a doubt. That's 100. <laughs> I was talking about the regular show follow-up that went to HBO Max. With humans instead of birds and stuff. That was a cool cartoon, but no. The follow-up, yeah, from Pendleton Ward. Uh, Midnight Gospel. Really good show. I can't believe I forgot about that show. I just saw some about it the other day. That show was really good, and the final episode, I will put like a content or trigger warning for like death and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Not that like it's gruesome or gory or anything, but like if you're like me and have like existential crises every now and then, um, it just was one of those, you ever watch something on TV and you're like, I'm not crying or angry, but I have to just sit in this feeling and feel
1: weird for a while. That's uh, I that felt that way after the meat episode. <laughs> <laughs> I that, really didn't like that episode. <laughs> that's
0: fair. No, they're all like, it's adapted from the guy's podcast from a while ago. Um. So all these conversations were think like if if you're like how did they get it to sound just so conversational? We're like because they're just conversations that they put a cartoon around like it's the basis. But yeah, I put that as number one was the Midnight Gospel. Um Number two would just be I don't know fucking Animaniacs second half of the season first half was all right. And then I'm gonna put like the Harley Quinn show at the end as, as my number three of the year just because it really did some cool things with the character. I didn't watch all of it, and I'm confident saying they did a really cool thing with that. I, I feel like they found a way to split people who are like dude bros but also people that like birds of prey and then also people that just know like harley quinn from her original appearance in uh the animated series i think they did a good job of finding a good harley quinn and uh, kaylee cuoco i know has like some problematic stuff but i think she did a very good job with harley so and also that joker's great because he's just a dick and like he's an actual asshole and you know like he's not idolized in that show so Thanks for the reminder of the Midnight Gospel. That is my show of the year. Go watch it on Netflix if you can. <laughs> it is very good. It's all, It's also just very, very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of disturbing imagery that's like psychedelic, trippy kind of shit. Um, and if you don't want to watch that, just listen to it. I think you can get a lot out of just listening to... Yeah, for sure. ...this 10 or 6 of whatever episodes. And last but not least, we have... Wait. Well, let's, let's say... Uh, not last of the least, I was looking at my other list. I'm sorry, podcast and YouTube stuff. Um, I don't know who wants to go first. I just want to go second.
2: <laughs> uh, I can. I miss what you introduced because I it, my audio cut out entirely. So oh. Eric should go first, and I will gather from context.
1: Sure. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> I, I I have done a lot of both of those things this year because staying home means that instead of just having to listen to podcasts at work, I'm also able to watch YouTube videos while I'm working. Um, So, for podcasts, I actually uh, recently subscribed to Stitcher um, to listen to a couple of the uh, Earwolf brand of podcasts, which uh, they make, uh, like, How Did This Get Made? some good Um, stuff over there, Wolf. Yes, and uh, I would say a really good binge is uh, How Did This Get Played, which is a counterpart to How Did This Get Made, but it's about video games. Um, They have a lot of guests on, a lot of talk about, like, nostalgic games, and they talk about a lot of talk about bad games, it's it's entertaining um i also would recommend uh for a dnd real play podcast dungeons and daddies
2: (laughs) Uh, i was also gonna recommend dungeons and daddies yeah
1: um and like i'll put that at second and like how did this get played at third um and both of those being uh the and daddies took the spot of uh i would say adventure zone zone. for me because i cannot tolerate listening to that anymore unfortunately um even though they still do good work i just i can't um (laughs) yeah and then my top podcast is going to be tied between um behind the bastards by robert evans who is a very good independent journalist uh and behind the Bastards specifically chronicles the lives and stories of well history's greatest assholes (laughs) so
0: history's greatest asshole
1: like I, MC song. <laughs> yeah i highly recommend it because he does a lot of very good research has a lot of very good guests um that have a lot of great insight into like all these different uh events uh and i'm gonna put that at a tie with uh knowledge fight which i know i've talked about before which is uh a person who knows a lot about alex jones and a person who knows nothing about alex jones going about over his shows and debunking all the bullshit that the man says.
2: The sagas so, of Alex Jones.
1: Exactly, and it's it's very <laughs> good. It's very funny. They do a great job, like adding humor to what is otherwise a very like dark side of right wing media. Um, mm-hmm. So they they do great work. Um, as for YouTube, I have obviously I, in the past couple weeks I've talked about it, but my number one spot is going to go to Hollow Live in general, like all of the different streamers. Um, I would recommend anybody who wants to get into that check out some of the English speaking streams unless you speak Japanese then fucking go wild. Um, but you can check out, you know, Amelia Watson, Gwagura, Mori Calliope, Takanashi Kiara and uh I'm not going to say this name right. Ninomai Inainis. <laughs> um but those are the five uh I guess. the five English speaking channels and if you just Type that into YouTube. They, they do a lot of great Let's Plays, a lot of great, like, wholesome content. It's been very nice to have on just kind of, like, as background noise. And honestly, if your interests aren't video games, if it's more art or music, they've got you covered. Like, different ones of them do different things. It's very impressive, the, the range that they cover. Um, other than that, <laughs> I would just say that uh, I've spent a lot of time listening to different Vocaloid music on YouTube. So I'm just <laughs> going to put that at number two. And at number three continues to be the only streamer that I otherwise watch, which is of uh, v- Vine Sauce Vinny, <laughs> and he's literally the only other content creator that I consume. So, um, but yeah, be
2: consuming people.
1: Yeah, you're right. I guess, and I mean, I guess there's Giant Bomb too, but like I don't know, they're like journalists. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, cool. but yeah, that's it. That's what yeah. I've got.
2: Cool, Don. Do you want to go next? Yeah,
0: let's go so as far as podcasts i haven't really got a chance to listen to too many just the way that i listen to podcasts was via mobile app and car and you know this year i haven't really been in a car and that kind of just threw my whole rhythm off um there's this cute little podcast called character reveal you can listen to uh hey that's on stitcher yeah they uh interview people and talk about pop culture every week it's fun um but also there's stuff like the evening jones with evening jones with mamani jones he just kind of answers questions he's a He's a sports commentator, but he can't talk about it on that show, um, for like contractual reasons. And I don't really watch sports content, so like I'm following the celebrity whose primary work I don't even really know. But I think he's an interesting <laughs> guy, so it's a weird way to get there. And then um, on also on the Earwolf Network, it's not I don't think it's there anymore. But uh, from Andrew T, it's Andrew T and Tawny Newsom one it was just racist. You might know Tani Newsom from like she was in Space Force and also I think the animated Star Trek show that recently came out. Ah, um, okay, something like that. But she's really talented and uh, like does rock and rock music and stuff too. Um, but yeah, they they answer qu- people like call them in and be like, hey, I have a question. This thing happened. Was that racist? You know, someone did it to me, or I want to do this thing and I don't want to be. Ra- you know, it's kind of lighthearted, but also like they're like, yo, stop being racist. Um, which is a podcast I primarily listen to and just other random stuff. But YouTube specifically, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. You all know I have a YouTube premium account. It came with the, the Google Music, which has now gone away. Now we have YouTube Music, so that's kind of not as good. But I watch way <laughs> too much YouTube to still be getting ads. It would destroy me. Um. So some honorable mentions. Uh, Kenny JD, a black girl that does this uh, segment called Bad Movie and a Beat, where she talks about bad movies and does her makeup. And... Uh, I don't really know much about makeup. She does some fun looks, but she also just talks about like these wild ass movies she's seen. So that's really fun. And uh, Shea Frillis, this uh, dude who's really into musicals, he talks about like you know Disney movies and Shrek and different cartoons and different stuff like that. He has good opinions. But my top three for this year, um, number three is going to be Super Eye Patch Wolf. Uh, he talks about anime, video games, wrestling, really deep stuff. Has a uh, cool name yeah 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 it's very cool um (laughs) he's a very interesting guy uh most of his videos are kind of on the longer side i mean i kind of will put these youtube videos on not his in general but like any youtube video i kind of watch them as shows or background shows really interesting stuff um and he also every season does like a best of for several categories like we're doing so if you want more recommendations you can go there um but he talked, uh, I don't know, he did, like, good videos on Undertale and stuff like that. I The most recent one he did was, how did the, like, what did the internet do to Undertale? In the sense that, like, <laughs> just to give a breakdown, Undertale came out. Then, like, Underfell came out, which has changed how the characters work. But then, like, Underswap came out, which the of like, Sans of Papyrus, Undyne, you know, stuff like that. And then like Swap Fell came out, and like Fell Swap, so the like, people like making AUs of remixes AUs. Of
2: remixes, yeah.
0: And there's all this shit that's going on, and there's several AUs, and somebody made like Error Sands and like Ink Sands, and Error Sands goes around like destroying other AUs, and <coughs> Ink Sands like encourages fans to make them, and like someone made like basically a Kingdom Hearts of, of like all the AUs have come together. And, like, it pulls all these different characters. So, like, the general entry level of knowledge to appreciate the other thing is so high. And he's like, and it's actually good somehow. Um, So, it's just a fandom around Undertale. Like, how it propagated itself into all these wild things was really interesting. So, if a concept delving into why that's a thing and how that's a thing, or, like, why the Sonic fandom is weird or why the Simpsons fandom is weird, um, I I recommend him. Um, Number two would be uh dead meat uh the channel dead meat um they have a series called kill count and it's what it sounds like they count all the kills in all of our favorite horror movies and uh they do a podcast that also just talks about horror movies um it's not really a scary channel or anything like that it's kind of it's a little bit campy they'll talk about scary movies um and sometimes they'll show gore from the movies but like you wouldn't get scared from watching these movies because it's like a guy talking over it with music and different stuff like that and he, him and his uh, fiance, they he they they both seem pretty uh, progressive. Um, like he'll point out, like this is kind of a fucking gross way to like, like weird that they just made this woman be here where the boobs out. Like that was that was pretty egregious, you know? That's gross. <laughs> um, so he's not like just like, oh yeah, titties is great. Um, but also very knowledgeable. We'll talk about behind the scenes stuff. I found them through the banana splits movie kill count because I guess I had watched a Five Nights at Freddy's video and like <laughs> wasn't there supposed to be a Five Nights at Freddy's movie and. Uh, the banana splits movie kind of was that. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really fun. He has a calming voice. It's uh, lots of movies, and they you know they do Christmas ones too. So, and uh, my number one YouTube channel from this year I want to say is Toonrific Tariq. um, a black guy that does like cartoon videos. You know that's his name mm-hmm. would apply. Um, but I he's done that, some that tracks. Yeah, some he's done a really emotional like video about like the Charlie Brown movies, like what they mean to different people and stuff like that. Um, he did a retrospective on As Tool by Ginger, Bray's Face, uh, different stuff. And he has a really fun sense of humor. And it's nice to see like um like a black YouTuber who I, I I'm not I, I don't ever want to qualify people's blackness, but you know people like you know friends have told me like hey you know it's not that you're not black, Dom, but like you don't come off as like maybe stereotypical or as like rough as other people like i've had my some black friends tell me like yeah white people are more accepting of you and i you know that's just something i have to deal with and you know i know i'm black and is what it is and people who hate black people know i'm black so you know uh, (laughs) but you know it's a whole thing but it's cool to hear somebody who has more of what you would call like a black affectation or you know something like that be like get to talk about cartoons and be really well respected within like the cartoon tuber community Also, his movies are just dope as hell and really cool shit. Like, has interesting views of stuff. So yeah, he's my number one YouTuber of the year. And of course, there's tons of YouTubers and shit and podcasts. There's just way too much stuff to. Oh yeah, you can never consume (laughs) all the content. Like, it's not possible. What about you, Steph? Podcasts, YouTube, anything like that?
2: Oh, I don't have any YouTube because I am allergic to videos (gasps) over thirty seconds. Um. Oh. But I would definitely say, um, although uh, that Eldina double cast, that one is a. Good, she has a good channel. the The person who does like the, the what does your ship say about you videos, yeah. but also did like those long, long form like. Uh, when posting fandom.
0: goes wrong, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: when posting goes wrong, those are good. Um, yeah, she's really cool. But I would say podcast wise, I i'll give an honorable mention to friends at the table because i'm not listening to any seasons that have come out in the last hundred years like i've only just started listening to them um they're very long very detailed like episodes and i feel like it's the closest i'm ever going to get to actually listening to critical role because like (laughs) for some reason i wasn't as terrified like critical role like three hour episodes with like a 400 episode backlog i was like nope that's also why somebody, i never got like, oh, into it. friends at the table and i guess like part of the fact that that it is like a diverse group of people helps for making me want to engage with it but like i'm really enjoying the storytelling and everything that austin walker's the gm and he's uh, fantastic a bunch of other people like with a, a rotating cast it's very it's a like an actual play podcast yeah he's really good really good gm and like there's just like the like funny moments like funny gm moments where like someone says like what if i did this and he goes okay (laughs) like his voice cracks and you're like you can tell that like it's the like it's that like when the gm like knows you're about to make the worst decision ever but he's like go for it (laughs) like let's see what happens so i'll give an honorable mention to that i don't feel like i've consumed, I've only listened to two seasons of it, so I don't feel like I've consumed enough of it quite to like have a solid opinion on the product overall. Fair. <laughs> um, I would say my, my number three is, I would say Sawbones, just because, even though, again, it's not like a Only This Year podcast, it's like been I feel like they've been putting out a lot of like, it's a medical history pos- podcast ostensibly, but they've been putting out a lot of um, pandemic related stuff this year that I think has been really kind of helpful just like in knowing more about like the, hi- like the background and history of like how people have dealt with stuff like this in the past. It's been like very like not so- uh, soothing. Isn't exactly the right word, but like
1: reassuring reassuring yeah, yeah, to
2: know um that like what's going on behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, and then I feel like I've torn which one I want to give the first spot. So I'm just gonna say that uh, the, the Magnus Archives and Dungeons and Daddies are tied for first place. For me, I'll uh, just, just skip second place altogether <laughs> um, because, like, Dungeons and Daddies is hilarious. It's so funny. Like, it's so they it's so well played. Even though like they've taken the rules of Dungeons and Dragons to an extent and just thrown them out the the window, like they all have such good chemistry and like excellent humor that like it's just so much fun to listen to um and the magnus archives is like the one thing that i have like i will stop listening to another podcast if i'm in the middle of an episode at 11 on thursdays i will stop like cold in the middle of that episode and skip to listen to the magnus archives because like they're in their final season it's so like intense and spooky and i'm so invested in the characters and i love it a lot
1: I kind of I fell off of it, unfortunately. I know I'm the one who, like, recommended it to you. You're
2: the one who got me into it.
1: Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad that you've uh, loved it so much that this last season just kind of lost me a little bit, sadly.
2: It's, I mean, it's it's a rough time for it to be a season about being in the apocalypse. Like, I've seen some people be like, what if John actually did bring about the end <laughs> <It> was <laughs> at the beginning of 2020? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: sure felt like it.
2: <laughs> oof. But um, but yeah, that would be that would be mine. We can skip book if uh, that's if I'm the only one with a book. I mean, yeah. Do you have a top or book? I can go fast.
1: Yeah, top just, books if, of the year. I was gonna say if you've got like one top book, maybe just you know give a Rick out there.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, this one this one comes with just all of the trigger warnings like <laughs> all over the place. Um, but the book is called *Docile* um, by K. M. Sparza, and it is like, literally the tagline of the book is there is no consent under capitalism. And it's, uh, it's not a romance, but it is like, so it's about like a, a near future world in which you can, um, like, uh, like, not it's like you can indenture slavery, like indentured servitude yourself out to pay for debts if you have debts that are, like, outstanding. Um, and most of the people who do this take this drug that makes them not really remember anything that happened while they did it. Oh, that um, sounds because, good. Because a lot of people, like, not everyone, like, some people just want a docile to be, like, their manual laborer. Some people want, like, a sex person. Um, and the main character has, like, like their family is his family is like dying and he's under intense debt like they have intense debt and like their mom is really sick because when she was a docile um, she had a bad reaction to the medicine that they gave them that, like the, the drug they give them that makes them docile and no one will ad- like no one in the like the billionaire class will listen because if like if that if the drug is bad for one person it's possible that it's bad for other people and like, w- it could like topple the whole system kind of Oops. um but one of the rights that you have when you sign away your rights as a docile, one of the rights that you retain is the ability to reject t- taking this drug. Like, you don't have to take the drug. Um, and, like, you can refuse at any time. And so the this book is the story. He's bought by this billionaire who's supposed to be proving to his, like, family that he can, like... Basically proving through, like being able to like be controlling and domi- like dominating to a docile that, um, that he is capable of like running the company, like being the heir to the the, the company, and it's the company that makes the drug. Um,
1: that's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's like it's very very like weird, but it's handled so like I don't know if anyone else in the world could have walked the weird tightrope that this book is that like about consent and like people's rights and debt and capitalism and billionaires and like ethics and all of this and like so it's it looks really bad for this guy when and the at the first time he brings his new docile out in public that the that the docile refuses to take the drug because that's his one right um,
0: yeah that and, would not make you look really bad when it's like hey take this medicine like, nah family yeah, I, ain't, I ain't doing nah. it
2: yeah take this medicine that my that my family's company makes like nah <laughs> no I won't um, and like it becomes this really fascinating kind of case like study of like abuse and grooming and like all of this it's a very dark book which is why I said it comes with a lot of trigger warnings but like because the, the billionaire guy like starts to feel like he's falling in love with the guy who's as docile um and the guy who's as docile think is also kind of in love with the billionaire guy but like also like just because he's not being drugged doesn't mean he's not being taken advantage of yeah advantage of like and so like also like it's just it's such a fascinating like interesting book about power dynamics and abuse and like there's and how there's no consent under capitalism like
0: that is a risky that is a risky thing to take on i don't know i I wouldn't have done that i i I don't have that skill so props if they can make it work
2: yeah i was very like i i read it i picked it up honestly out of kind of prurient interest like i was like how am i gonna handle this um but i would like it was one of the like few books i've read this year where i closed it and was like fuck (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let me see if I can handle shit. this. I shouldn't have did that.
2: <laughs> yeah, like shit. Like not even like like I was just like, damn. Like holy fucking shit. Like this might be the like I read it in April and I was like, this might be the best book I read. I read this year, and here and it I am, was in December, telling <laughs> telling you all that it was, and like. Free, free of any, like, I did not work on this, it was published by a different company, like, it is for grown-ups, it is explicitly sexual, so it will probably not be published by a children's books publisher, although you never know. Um, But yeah, I, with he- the heavy, heavy, heavy warnings uh, about, like, pretty much anything that you might be triggered by
0: Makes sense. being triggered,
2: I would highly recommend it
0: cool yeah cool for rex yeah i don't have any books yeah, through I, I was gonna
1: say the only <laughs> the only book i read was uh john hodgman's book from a couple years ago called vacation land he's a pretty good author that's about it
2: <laughs> good shit
0: very nice very nice and let's see uh hot mess of the year y'all got anything oh yeah <laughs> i was mine is just quibby Cause yeah, like <laughs> to like come up with an like a new app it's not like you try to like make a Netflix competitor like you try to do like something different-ish a
2: whole new fresh new thing yeah and
0: it you did not hit the mark you just put a lot of money into it people it became a meme and I'm do sure people think, were already forgetting about
1: it so that's up do there you, do you think that it would have gone over better if we were living in a world where people were still doing like daily commutes where Quibi was like advertising for like that style of viewing I think it could have gone down as, like, this hipstery
0: thing, and it could have found a a market of people be, like...
2: Like, a a niche?
0: Yeah, it could have had a niche of, like... Because it's not going to work in Pittsburgh, really, because we don't have enough public transportation where people would want to do that. But, like, I think somewhere like New York, where there's a lot of subways, maybe people would think of it. Like,
2: But, like, the thing is, like, where there's a lot of subways, like, you have to be able to download the media in order to... Yeah, consume it because you don't have a, a consistent like internet signal Yeah, that, like maybe hollywood something?
1: it could have worked like yeah I so i say like la and like san francisco where there's like above ground like chicago where like the l train is above ground or whatever
0: yeah maybe it could have worked but i think not being able to cast it to your tv because i think if you're like watching something on the road and you're like oh i want to finish this tonight you might not want to wait till tomorrow to finish it, and it sucks. Like, I can't, like, I don't want to watch this on my phone at home. Like, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was... They definitely got screwed by timing. I think they could have maybe got a year out of it if there was no pandemic quarantine. The movie
2: pass of 2020?
0: Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if that would have been something that would have lasted forever. You know? I
1: also think, like, it, it was probably just a bad investment in the first place, like, backed by poor planning, like bad capitalism actors so like
0: a lot of hello fellow kids yeah yeah so what about you two any hot messes and just for the for the record when we say hot mess we don't mean like disasters you know like trying to steal an election is not a hot mess that's that's a problem like yeah that's that's not like (laughs) yeah
1: um but i
2: am go ahead with yours eric uh
1: so, mine is going to be what I talked about extensively earlier in this episode, which is uh, the whole uh, CD Projekt Red cyberpunk 2077 debacle. It went on through the whole year. You know, it was originally supposed to release in April. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, multiple delays. You know, like, that company coming out and saying, like, oh, we would never crunch our employees only to, like, like that was a thing that was absolutely <laughs> happening. Um, you know, there, there, was, there was a lot. About that game, that I think it's just hands down like that is the absolute messiest thing that like went out on in like the entertainment industry this year. Are there going to be memes in the game?
0: Oh, the whole game will be a meme. Yeah. Cue your enthusiasm theme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monkey paw curls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Steph?
2: I'm gonna go. So mine's tangential to trying to steal an election, but is not. Ostensibly tied to that, it's going to be the Four Seasons total landscaping. That's like, oh my
0: yeah. god! Yeah, like
1: <laughs>
2: that's so good. It's got to be the Four Seasons total that's, landscaping for me.
1: That's fair. <laughs> Could you like, just say like Rudy Giuliani was this year's hottest mess?
0: Like I think
2: that's also yeah. <laughs>
0: like the pop culture like adjacent part of him. Like yeah, can, like like for example, nothing's funny about Hitler. He did horrible shit. That's not a mess. But, like, if he slipped on a banana pill, like, yo, fuck that guy. That's pretty yeah. fucking funny. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani sucks. Is. But
1: his head's leaking. Yeah, died. like, his, his, <laughs> his hair dye literally streaking down his face while he's like, sweatily. His motor oil
2: is leaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, fuck that guy. That's, that's, that's pretty, I think,
0: yeah, it's it's like, it's like Alex Jones. It's not funny that he's dangerous, but when he, like, gets so mad, he turns, like, beet red. That's, yeah. That's a little funny. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Joe Rogan sucks. Yeah. But when you ask somebody, yeah, man, that's pretty rough. Have you tried DMT? That's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to solve my problems, Joe. But I appreciate that you can. <laughs> you weird gorilla man. Uh, those, those are three
1: separate messes. I, I'm happy with that. I was going to say, I think that those are three things that are, like, each qualify in their own right as being a very hot mess. Bad Bad idea bad execution bad person
2: hilarious fallout yeah
0: yeah i could laugh at the copium from the republicans all day long oh my god
2: <laughs>
0: um and to close it all out uh any favorite least favorite phrases words word of the year phrase of the year anything like that
2: mine's gotta be uh Anything that's like now, na- either now more than ever, or in these unprecedented times,
1: yeah, that's because it. it's
2: always at the beginning of an ad that's like now more than ever. Don't forget to pick up hemorrhoid cream.
1: <laughs> in these unprecedented times, please buy a Ford hold truck. Up, hold, <laughs> up, hold up,
0: hold up, hold up, hold up. What kind of sh- what kind of life is like now more than ever? You need some hemorrhoid cream. Like, oh no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> I mean, we talked she about D at like- the beginning, but relax. <laughs>
2: It's always like something fucking completely like now more than ever don't forget to like ask your doctor about mesothelioma like yeah just completely off the wall like why now more than ever like I mean with mesothelioma I guess that is a long thing that you should probably be taking care of in a global respiratory pandemic but yeah that still... was just an ass full of a <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it was like, just an example
1: absolutely that uh I, I would agree with that um I think that's kind of, like, the only notable phrase that I can think of from this year. You know, like...
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess abolish the police is a good one. Yeah,
1: you know what? Like, yeah, yeah that's... cab is good. Yeah. Um, abolish the police. Defund the police. You know, preferably abolish. Uh, that That's definitely top. Yeah. It's
2: the the good, the good side. The opposite side of... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I gotta say,
0: uh I'm gonna have to be happy with, uh still, Black Lives Matter... I was gonna mention that
1: too just you know like um
2: and like maybe
0: you know it was kind of weird hearing sus all the time that's not bad it just was weird that's all oh yeah
2: like kind of entered white vernacular like all at once instead of slowly
0: yeah And, and simp I got really tired of hearing simp um it back when I used to hear it it was like Used every now and then it wasn't so bad you know back when it was AAVE but now it's being used so much like guys please calm down like just That's call somebody a, a, a dick like you could be like dude you fucking suck like you don't have to call him a simp like it's not <laughs> applicable you know like I saw a Todd in the Shadows video from like 2015 where he called somebody a simp and it was like he used it in the right way and was like whoa did he like time travel it's like no he probably just knows a black person like <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you, fucking weirdos, like oh, but yeah, Simp was an annoying word for me this year. And That's it's fair. Secondary usage,
1: yeah. Um, to end things off, actually, uh, what about a um, either a uh, a hobby that you didn't have time for, or like you normally wouldn't have picked up, but because you were stuck in the house, uh, what was your uh, your top indoor activity this year?
0: Yeah, I um. I I kinda of refined the podcast a little bit honestly this year. If if anyone's been following us for a decent amount of time or looked at our backlogs, you might see some more gaps. Uh in some, some years things might look a little bit weird, but I think this year I really uh it's a little bit of a cop out, but I kinda like hunkered down and tried to try to get an episode out every week of some form or fashion. Try to get some more character reveal guests in there and I kinda use that as a, you know, a bit of a hobby. You know, I've um it it's not public yet it's not a secret it's not public i went back and tried to like redo the youtube videos so they will look more instead of just being our logo in the middle with a transition it's going to be more of there'll be some text on screen and some visualization um so yeah just playing with the programs on my computer a little bit more i've used as a hobby and also getting into video games in a more in-depth way so you know Trying to like review my own games in Overwatch and trying to speed around Hades a little bit and not just bash my head a wall, but against the wall, but like asking for help and like, hey, what's a good build for like which aspects should I use? And the answer is always the Aeris on the adamant rail with the with the Zeus. That's always the speeder. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if anyone's curious, but if you, if you want to go fast, you you want you want Zeus on the attack and Poseidon on the dash. But yeah, like trying to get more technical with stuff and learning a little bit has been really fun for me this year. Otherwise, it's just been like, how can I fight depression?
1: Yeah, ah, that's fair. It's been food. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the answer is food. Um, let's see. I mean, I've I definitely been better, interestingly enough, in quarantine about, like, exercising than I was not in quarantine. Um, Like, I really fell off in the last couple of months just because of various like... Uh, like, I got my tattoo, what, like, six weeks ago now? And, like, the wedding was right before that, and I just kind of have not been back on the wagon. Um, but I was, like, pretty proud of myself for that. I kind of took up roller skating. I've been getting pretty decent at uh, at roller skating. Like, I'm probably going to have to start from scratch in the spring. But <laughs> pretty was pretty pleased about where I was uh, with that. Um, last time I put the skates on. Um, and I, I feel like my one of my biggest like accomplishments in quarantine was just reading books I owned already. Like I mean, hey, that's, that's like I, yeah, I was
1: gonna say like' I'm, that's me but with video
2: games. Yeah, like I have so many books that I've never, like when I went on vacation in September, I actually, like, because one of like because I have so many like advanced copies of stuff from work, I've been trying to read all of those, like because I'm not getting physical ones since I'm not in the office. But the uh, the flip side of that is that I prioritize those over book like regular books I owed. So when I went on vacation, I actually made myself just only bring like actual books that I wanted to read and not like just the advanced copies of things. So like that was a nice little little change. Nice. Um, Reread some, like, some books that I've loved since I was a kid. That was nice. So, yeah. It's the old quarantine Yeah. Event. I tried taking up at various points in the process. I took up uh, a thing that was supposed to get me to be able to do a split by the end of a month. <laughs> like, stretching and also a 100 push-ups challenge, which I did not get to 100 push-ups or to a split. Why do you want I, to do a split? Get... Just for fun or...? Yeah, just for kicks. Okay. I it used to be in college. I could do a split because I, because I cosplayed as Ty Lee, and I was very adamant that I needed to be able to do a split <laughs> to pose. Um, literally, the only reason that I did it. Um, I spent six months stretching before the like before the convention just so that I could. Hey, you know, you but sometimes got
1: to have those goals. Goals
2: oriented
1: hey i respect i respect that hustle <laughs> yeah um what about you eric yeah Anything? for me uh i would say that i it's uh, i got back into doing drawing um i used to love yeah. to do art and uh you know like i've always painted miniatures and things like that but i finally got a decent tablet and uh doing digital artwork for the first time has been a really fun experience for me and it's been really like uh kind of a, a way that i felt like i was working on myself through this whole thing uh, along with learning japanese <laughs> um, Having gone from zero knowledge of it at the beginning of the year to at least, like, being able to understand a lot of, like, you know, not super complex stuff, but, like, when a streamer's speaking Japanese, I can almost understand it at this point. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah, I picked up uh, Korean on Duolingo. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm good at all. Because I've kind of been half-assing it on, like, the first few sections. Because um, I really want to get a grasp of the alphabet. Like.
2: Uh-huh. Can,
0: so it's cool when I'm like out in the world and I see some Korean. I'm like, I can I can read that. I don't know what it says, but, but I you can, can phonetically read it. read it. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, that yeah. says, Seoul. And like, what does that mean? Oh, it, it means Seoul, like the the city. Like, what's the other word? Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, for me, it's been really useful because uh, living like that Japanese grocery so nearby that I go to at least once a week, I can actually buy products that don't have like distinct
2: english labels on english them.
1: labels on the bike, like oh i know what this is now cool that's tight um and then uh i guess like the last thing for me it's not really a hobby but uh getting a cat this year um
2: kaito yeah, I love kaito. yeah
1: kaito has been you know a very good um i probably like the high he's, point of my year such uh, a good, good
2: source of mental health yeah a good boy
1: he's very he's very very good he uh you know he's he he has his moments of being a little dick but i think all cats do that and he is adorable and fluffy and all he honestly wants is to uh cuddle which is great
2: (laughs) love that in a cat yeah
1: i uh got made a little sad yesterday because i didn't know this but occasionally in the mornings i will go out and get like uh tim hortons or starbucks or some sort of coffee before i work Uh And my roommate told me yesterday that uh, when I do that, Kaito will apparently sit by the back door where I go out and just (sighs) meow until I come back.
2: Oh no! (laughs) So sad boy. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but you know, he's been a. It's been a bright spot. Uh, You know, I, I was. I just wanted to talk about all that stuff because I feel like it's important to recognize the good. That happened this year, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, Hades oh, yeah. came out this year and, and yeah. uh, goes of Tsushima. How bad could it be? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Animal God. Crossing. Look, we live in a fucked up world, but, like, there was a lot some of good things. Some of the things.
2: products are good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, some of the... We did some good capitalisms this year. Some good art happened, you know, and friends, Kitty friends. Yeah. that great plush of Caesar from Wargroove. You know, like... <laughs> Stuff got a tattoo. My
2: fucking statue. I got the tattoo, and my fucking pro statue finally came that I ordered in January. Hell yeah! You
0: yeah, see, good things do happen to good people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a bit of a long one, listeners, but I think you know it was it, it was full this of is content here, boy. Yeah, it wasn't meandering or anything like that. I don't think it wasn't like we were just like, uh... No, Geez, we all had things tasty. to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I think it's good. You know, we always look for feedback and all that. Do you, either of you have any closing thoughts or things you want to bring up or anything like that?
1: Uh, you know, I um, just, I hope that everybody has a good uh, end of the year and, you know, like, looks for those good things that they enjoyed.
2: Yeah, everyone has a peaceful holiday, a healthy holiday, and that 2021 is better than what we had this year yeah however that presents itself
0: yeah and we have uh one more episode coming out before the end of the year uh if you've been following the podcast for uh, an amount of time you'll know it's our ask uh, get, get get listener questions to get drunk have a good time and just bullshit so uh that'll be fun that's gonna be next week so uh if you can get your questions in before i don't know like sunday monday maybe we wait an extra day or, i don't know we'll see what we need to do but yeah get us send us some questions through email or the social media biz, which will be discussed shortly, and we'll answer it and we'll say who it's yeah. from, and it'll be fun. And we'll have some drinks. Uh, you can drink along with us if you want. You don't have to, obviously, only, only drink responsibly. But you know.
1: And uh, if you don't send in questions, we'll have to do the McElroy method of uh, going to I Yahoo's. Yahoo or
2: something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we go and ask Reddit. Yeah. we Have the. Have
2: am i the asshole just like fucking.
0: Just, yes always we could do that When next time we do a charity stream we could just like scroll down all the am i the asshole questions
1: yeah just be judgy
0: yes
2: love the judgy. judgy
0: reveal <laughs> well cool listeners thanks so much for listening to another episode should we uh, kick some social media biz yeah
2: steph who so should do it to- you or me <laughs>
0: um no i want to do it
2: i was a do you, do, it, it, Eric, no, do you you really want to do it, No, I don't want to do it. No. I was gonna say.
0: Okay. stuff <laughs> you got it then, <laughs> homie.
2: Alrighty, I was I was like about to jump into it before anyone even.
0: I know. I was like, oh shit. Uh,
2: so if you want to find us on the internet, you can do that. You can find us on Twitter at Character Rev, on Instagram at Character Reveal, on Facebook at Character Reveal. Delete your Facebook though, if that's Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on. internet at character reveal.simplecast.fm you can listen to us in a browser there and all of our back episodes but you'd also listen to all of those on the podcast catcher of your choice be that itunes or stitcher or spotify or whatever um they'll also like you know fuck spotify for certain reasons yeah um but you can find it and if you find us on itunes and you listen to us there it'd be cool if you gave us a rating and a review just you know like give us a sense of how we're doing, uh, where we're going. Five stars would be awesome. It ha- doesn't have to be if you don't think that, but, you know, wink, wink. Give us a five star. Um, let's see what else. If you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at CaptainSteph on Twitter, The TheSnowQueer on Tumblr, HellaSteph on Instagram. You can find Eric at TindyLosie on Twitter, and Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found on the internet. And you can find our sponsor at grindingcoffee.co. And you can use our character reveal code to get thirteen percent off at your coffee order. Yeah, I think that's it.
0: That's it, y'all. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, listening to another episode of Geekly Reveal. Don't really have anything else left. Just again, we appreciate you all. Have a safe holiday if you're celebrating. If you're not, still be safe because that's good. <laughs> if you're uh, not, be as reckless as you can. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're black, hope your powers came in in a good way. If you're not. Hope you didn't piss anybody off. (laughs) Have a good winter solstice. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day.
2: Candle Nights. Yeah, Yeah. that was
0: this weekend. And, uh, yeah. We'll catch y'all next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.